Hey everybody, welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. This is your pre-episode overture where we kind of take you on a journey of all the things that you can come to expect. Coming up this episode, we're going to be talking about all the fantasy places that we would go to if we had the opportunity to live in a whole new world. Plus, we have a fun game where we match the places to the franchises, and we have some special guests from a long time ago and far, far away. So, thanks for hanging out with your friends at the Nerd of Godcast. Welcome to episode 44 a brave new world. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where all of the cool kids come together to talk about Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, the life, and maybe a little Star Trek, Star Wars, and uh, Gremlins, too. Because you know what? All things Christ, all things nerdy, they come together here to sit on the seesaw that is podcast-based entertainment. And my name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking with you guys tonight about all those cool things that get you excited. With me, as always, is... Stevo Supremo. Hello, true believers. Oh, good nod to the to Stanley Excelsior, my friend. Uh, sitting across the table, often imitated, never duplicated, the big man Quentin Gregory Neff. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> uh, one half of the <laughs> twins tonight. She who strikes fear into the hearts of men, Jessica Terror. Hi. Hello, and uh, of course, sitting in your twin spot, moving up to the grown-up table tonight is uh your boy <laughs> official ness it's your boy there he is and over <laughs> in the booth making us all sound good tonight nick sadler what's up hello hello uh so yes jackie is not here tonight we all we all shed a, a solitary tear her work schedule has gotten the better of her so uh, she could not be with us tonight but we did not want to leave those people in our listening audience who have come to expect the highbrow uh, quality of, of entertainment and enlightenment that we provide short change so to substitute for her we have brought here all the way from the Garden State New Jersey would you please welcome to the Nerd of God cast Benjamin and Tori Jones <laughs> ben and Tori, Tori, an original cast member here on the Nerd of God cast uh, from season one. Seems like you were here. Did you just dab? She did. Yeah. I need to turn around. I can't. I, I need to see them. That, no, I saw it the first time. That was really, <laughs> really good. I love it. Do you remember when you were young and cool, Tori? <laughs> a long Those time ago. Long gone. Dab nation. So, uh, so, so, Tori, you, you were with us for our first season. Then you, you left us. You went up and you got married to this dapper-looking fellow. Uh, That's me. And and Ben, <laughs> Ben, this is your first time actually on the show proper, is it? Yes. Yes. So welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself for those who are uninitiated. I'm a redhead. (laughs) Um, I have a degree in game design, so I think I know a little bit about games. Um, I like to tell stories. I'm a storyteller. I don't know if I'm a very good one, but people think seem to think that I am. So that's uh, pretty much what I'm about. We will give. Oh, I guess the important part is. I've been saved for around 10 years now, so. Oh, right on, right on. Right, so nice. uh, a, a believer and uh, one who makes our interactive dreams come true. Have you worked on any any games that we might know of or anything in the in the pipeline right now? Yeah, let's call it the pipeline. That's a good name for it. 
Well, all right. Well, we're looking forward to it, man. And uh, hopefully as the conversation goes on, we get to hear a little bit more about some of your passions. So, uh, Tori, I know that we're making all the fan base very happy with you here tonight. And uh, we just want to let them know if you want to tell us how glad you are that Tori is back. Or if you want to let us know that you have no idea who Tori and Ben are, that's fine. <laughs> the best way for you to do that is to connect with us on social media. You can do that across all the usual social suspects. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Nerd of Godcast. You can also send us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or you can check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So, Tori, when, when was the last time that you got to be on the show? Do you remember your last episode that you were with us? How could I forget? Yes, I remember. <laughs> it was uh, your farewell episode and uh, and now now when you left we gave you a little gift bag. Do you recall what was in the gift bag? Yes, it was a Blu-ray DVD of three movies that you reference frequently, and I, I still haven't seen. Really? Um, <laughs> what it was, told? On, hold on. What could hold you on. have possibly been doing since you left that was so important that you couldn't watch I those know. movies? I mean, it's, I mean, three movies. That's a day if you do it right. That's, was, that's half of an extended edition Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was The Gremlins, The Goonies, and... I don't remember what the third Gremlins one was. Gremlins 2. Was Gremlins, oh. yeah. So there you go. It was also uh, the two Amiibos, the two Animal Crossing, was it two or one? It was Blathers and um, one other. Because mm-hmm. Tony went and got me three at Target, uh-huh. and but I only had enough money to pay him back for one, so he gave me the other two. Oh, nice. then, I'm a giver. That's what I do. And also, Rory's... Rory's Story Cubes. And they're in my office. Where is your, your office where? In my house. So are you in your house right now? Yes. You, yes. Go grab those cubes. We're going to use them tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she excitedly got up. So so <laughs> she was like bolted off the screen. So now that she's gone, tell us, is, is it really difficult being married to her? No, not at all. She's my best friend. <laughs> I mean, did, have, what, what kind of levels of crazy have you unlocked since... You know, this has all gone down. Uh, craziest thing that I have experienced is that for the past, what is today? June something. June 27th. For the past almost two months now, we have been watching so much Naruto, it's crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah, hold on. She asked me, we were on our honeymoon. She asked me one question. She said, is Sasuke ever cool? And I said, all right, well, here's when, you know, he might have gotten cool. <laughs> and then next thing we know, we're like, 10 episodes in, and now we're 300 episodes in, and I'm not sure when this train stops. How many episodes in Naruto <laughs> are there? That's why they're not watching the movies, Tony. It's like 700 or something. Now, like now you're forgiven for not watching Gremlins 2. Because <laughs> then he got chipped in after Naruto, yeah, the original the second series. Yeah, chipped in there 500 episodes, and we're currently in the 400s. We're almost there. This is... I have been skipping a lot of the filler. This is literally the most anime talk I think we've ever had on this show. Yeah. Consecutive. This is good. Yeah. Very Bring good. Bring on an anime expert if you'd like. So what kind of things are, are you nerdy about, Ben? Uh, mostly video games. Uh, I've been a Nintendo kid through and through all my life. Um, in fact, just uh, this morning and yesterday, I was freaking out over the Super Nintendo Classic being announced. Yes. 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 I want it. I'm, yes. I'm very happy about that. What? He has them already. I want them again. He doesn't need it. But at the time, <laughs> I, can, I can set it up. It's got 21 games on it. It's got Star Fox 2. It never Star released Fox. Star Fox 2. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I'm on the fence about this. I didn't get the NES Classic, and I feel okay that I didn't get it. Uh, what, sure, what What is it about this one that that should get me excited? 
Well, Star Tony, Fox 2. One, it's super. Oh. So that alone. As advertised. It is super. Um, no, but that being said, it's got a lot of uh, a lot of classic um, time, like time six, I guess. And the, the original NES Classic, um, the original, like, you know, it didn't come out last year. Uh, a lot of the NES games from the NES Classic were, you know, Super Mario Brothers, you know, you had your, uh, uh, was it Excite Bike on that one? Anyway, they were like, you could play them in five minutes, ten minutes, and you'd be fine. The Super Nintendo has 21 games that may take you, like, literally three, four days right. each. Not counting three uh, highly acclaimed RPGs that'll take you probably 40 hours each. They've got Final Fantasy VI on it. It's got Super Mario RPG on it, as well as Earthbound. And those three alone are why I've won it. Gotcha. Earthbound's good. Already. But I want them again. <laughs> well, see, the main reason why... She <laughs> just gave him a look. face. It's like, you don't need that. Is, this it, is, is great. This, is this also video recording? No, it's Skype not. Call? But I'm telling, just, we're going to forget everything that we were going to talk about and just let you guys do <laughs> your thing. <laughs> Okay, so, so Tori, when you left, we gave you these cubes. They're called uh, Rory's Story Cubes. And each side of their die, and each side of the dice have uh, an image on it. You know, something that you can kind of interpret, whether it's a tree, a duck, a, a wave, or whatever it might be. Just a small little crude image. And uh, we just gave you these things to kind of inspire you artistically. But your husband is a self-proclaimed great storyteller. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll the dice, your, your Rory's... Tori's Rory Stories Cubes. Okay. And uh, and whatever you come up with, you're going to tell us what the dice tell, and then your husband is going to manufacture a story off the top of his head. So no pressure, Mr. Jones, I like this. but uh, entertain us or uh, or, or die. Okay, so, so die. Die. <laughs> die. That escalated. How long of a story are we talking here? Uh, I don't know. Well, let's see what the dice have in five minutes. Okay. No, 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 not five minutes. Not five minutes. <laughs> let's a just, minute and a half. Let's just go two minutes. All right, cool. Uh, so, until the story successfully resolves. That's how's that? Okay. I need you to understand that I have a lot of dice. Fifteen dice. Okay, no, we don't need all fifteen. Just pick five. That's your last two that. minutes. Pick five, Tori. Pick and your five favorite. All right, roll them out. <laughs> <laughs> Those were loud dice. Okay. So we got. No, you can't look. No, he has to look. It's his story. Uh, you have a mirror, a gavel, a sunflower. Can I write in this? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a mirror, a gavel, a sunflower, like a like a crime lineup, like a not mugshots, but one like the guys are all like the up. usual suspects. That's the one. And then a magnifying glass. Oh. So this has kind of got a, a cool mystery. It's a crime story. But the sunflower, <laughs> the I wonder what the sunflower's role is going to be. So. No, I'm just going to give him ideas. I need to... <laughs> We're going to have some nice cool. See, I have an idea. I already have ideas myself. So we're going to give him just a minute to gather his thoughts. And, uh, Tori, what have you been up to? We've, we've heard from your, your hubby. Uh, what, what's, what's been new in your life since last we spoke? Hmm. Uh, making sure the laundry gets done. Ooh. Yeah. Dom fashion. Domestic goddess. Um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. And I've been uh, working with my mom. My last job, like, let me go. And they were like, well, we don't need you anymore. And I was like, but I need you. And they were like, <laughs> So I am now working on, like, how to uh, make that work. And gotcha. we are together going where God wants us to go and pinching pennies where we're supposed to and nice. all that kind of thing. So I keep getting asked. Very frequently, all the time, 
how's married life treating you? And I'm like, what? It's treating me well. What is, is there another answer? Am I supposed to say it's terrible? He leaves his underwear on the floor. Or is this just, I don't, other than that, it's fine. Like, so, not, you know, there's only two questions that you get when you're newlywed, and that's how's married life treating you? And when are the kids coming? Yes, actually, we haven't been asked that one yet. No, so, so when have been so married for like a month and a half. When are the kids coming? Three years. Three years. Maybe That's a pretty five. solid timeline. Maybe five. He, he didn't flinch at that when you said it, so good for you, Ben. Good answer. <laughs> what do you think about the new Pokemon setup with the new uh, the new gyms and the whole deal? You like that? We we love it a lot. I think that the uh, the because you and I were talking about it the other day about the coin thing, yeah. and we were like really upset. They just kind of took that away, but they made it better because now you don't have to like they just give the coins to you, which I prefer instead yeah. of trying to remember to get them every twenty four hours. Yeah. So what's what's the the change? Because I haven't actively played Pokemon Go in like eight months. Well, the raid system is the new thing with the raid yeah. battles. Yeah. So which, you can which is what the every so often a, a gym will spawn an egg that has a super powerful Pokemon in it uh, of different gradations, of course, but like something that'll that'll either be rare or o OP. And you and however many friends you have around you can attack this thing all at once with a raid pass. So uh, last night we were at Lake Eola and we found a 33,000 CP Tyranitar. So and it and it was a beast. Mm -hmm. And uh, we tried to fight it, me and my wife and my son, and we got killed pretty bad. Now what happens when you beat it? Can you catch it? Well, what yeah. happens? Well, we we were able to get back in and fight it again, and we did beat it. Um, just the three of you? Just the three of us beat it. Right because we're, we're, we're bosses. Now, this is what happened. We beat it. My son, once you beat it, you can catch it. But you it's a scaled-down version. You don't get all the 33,000 CP, but you, you still, it's a Tyranitar, a boss-level Tyranitar. And so my son catches it, first Pokeball. You get a limited number of Pokeballs that you can catch it with. He gets it first try. My wife gets it within a couple tries, but her Pokebox is full, so it doesn't let her oh. have it. And my app crashes, so I get oh. nothing. So I get nothing. That stinks. So, you have to understand, we and like four other people attacked a Lapras of 25k CP today, and we, we couldn't do it. No. So, what is it like to actually defeat the Pokemon? I haven't gotten that far yet. We've tried a few, and we are babies and can't do it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool when you beat it. It just. It, <laughs> I mean, it gives you, you a bunch of stuff. You yeah, you beat it, you and then you get the chance to catch it. But then it gives you a bunch of rare things that I've never seen before. Yeah, like rare candy. Like I got golden ras uh, golden raspberries, mm -hmm. and then rare candy, which if you feed it to one of your Pokemon, it gives you that Pokemon's candies. Hmm. So it doesn't do the same thing as it did in the game. Tori just got super excited. Yeah. So it's you get cool stuff. It's it's kind of neat. But you only get one raid pass a day. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you don't use the raid pass, you can't bank them. So no, it's, no, it's only one a day. You get one a day if, as, you, if you don't have yeah. one. Yeah, if you don't have one. Yeah. But you can buy as many as you want. You can buy it. Of you course, just you won't can. get a free one from the gym. I, uh... If you if you use it and like so, you go to a raid battle, right, and you use it and you lose, and so you're just gonna spin the wheel after when you're like breathing heavy and all your Pokemon are mad at you because you're a terrible person and a bad trainer. You can get another one, even though that's you true. Don't. Yeah, as long but as you know, been a if day. you lose, you can go back in and fight the thing again as long as you don't leave the gym. As, yeah, as long as but the like, battle's still happening. I was just idly turning the thing. I was like, oh, I got another one. Yeah. How nice. Yeah, that was, that was a nice bonus. That was one of those moments where you're like, oh, thanks, Nintendo. You didn't have to do that, but right, yeah. you did. Yeah. You did. You Good did people. It. How's that story going, Mr. Jones? I'm almost done. All right. Making a note. <laughs> you, just, you, 
making notes. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about um, some some fun different things, uh, uh, specifically talking about different locations and different worlds across uh, fantasy genres. And uh, I, my son has been reading this book, Ready Player One. Have you guys you guys read this or have, have, have you heard about this? Listen to a podcast about it. Ready, Ready Player One is uh, the entire world basically operates in this uh, online virtual reality system yes. called the Oasis. Uh, that's where kids go to school. Uh, that's where every, all, all forms of entertainment come from this online worldwide. Where you basically can't do anything without the Oasis in yeah. this so futuristic it, world. Yeah, it's kind of like a cross between The Matrix and... Um, Apple <laughs> and Wreck-It Ralph. So, um, so, so in this, you know, there's uh, some kind of big global conspiracy, and there's an Easter egg hunt where they've got to try to find the clues that the, the developer put in it. And if you win, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you get the Oasis; it becomes yours. Yeah. So you own the world, Charlie. And uh, so, so he's been reading this, and it's cool because there's all these different scenes from all these different uh, '80s culture references. Like in, in one of the challenges, he he goes into a real life version of the old arcade game Joust, um, okay. or or he has to act out a scene from the movie War Games, where he's yeah. in the scene from War Games. So there's just different things like that that are that are kind of cool, which got me sort of thinking uh, about. What world would I want to go into? What world would I want to visit and be a part of and live in? So we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But before we get into that, uh, Benjamin, it is your time to shine. And now it's a time for a new segment that we call Storytime with Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> Hi, Ben. I'm going to tell a story about uh, uh, Detective Smith, Detective Sonny Smith. Now, Detective Sonny Smith is well known in his little, uh, little city for being a... Uh, what, what do you call a an investigator who's really good at his job? A detective. A detective. An, a detective. an ace. <laughs> gumshoe. Batman. He's an ace gumshoe. There we go. <laughs> and Sonny Smith, the ace gumshoe, uh, was requested by a judge to investigate a crime, a murder, in fact, uh, that was uh, committed just last night. And jury has been in session all day because the city moves very fast with their law uh, and enforcement. Uh, and they have two suspects. <laughs> Uh, and Suspect John and Suspect Chris were both uh, tried, and the, the, they had a hearing for both of them. Unfortunately, the jury was uh, split right down the middle, and half had believed that it was John, half believed that it was Chris. So the judge told Detective Smith to go see what was up. So Detective Smith arrives at the scene, and the first thing he notices is that the body hasn't been moved. So they're very fast with law enforcement, not very fast with cleanup. Uh, so he goes and he checks the body, <laughs> and it's in the flower bed of this massive garden in front of this huge mansion. In front of this huge mansion, uh, it seems like at first, the first glance is a murder for money. Somebody wanted the money here. Uh, so Detective Sonny Smith walks over to the garden and he takes out his trusty magnifying glass and he, re he, he looks down and he spends a solid three hours there. And the only thing he discovers is that there are no fingerprints anywhere on the body. There's no fingerprints anywhere in the garden. There's not even a garden tool that is out of place. However, the only thing he did notice that was out of place was a single patch of dirt that was suspiciously bare. There probably was a flower there at one point. <laughs> that was the only thing it's the only thing he found. So Detective Smith goes back to the court and he pitches this to the jury. Uh, and he brings out his magnifying glass and he takes the suspects who are thankfully handcuffed so they can't, you know, hurt him or anything. And he lifts up their shoes and he uses his magnifying glass to prove that there was dirt on their shoes that came from the garden of the deceased victim. And the jury, there was enough for the for the jury, and they tried them both, and they found them both guilty. And so now they are put away for life. Later that day, the judge and uh, Detective Smith are out for a drink, and Detective Smith 
slips the judge a, a cool $20 bill and says, there's more where that came from, and walks out of the bar as a single sunflower falls out of his pant leg. <gasps> what? Very good. <laughs> what at least? Oh my goodness, this is where I'm going to put the law and order. Boom! Noise right there. Up, up, oh my goodness. Great story. Up, up, up. And this has been Story Time with Ben, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Assisted by Tori's Rory's Story Cubes. Fantastic. <laughs> you guys might have some there. I like well, that. Uh, now, Tori, now you have to animate that. Yeah. That's right. Animate it. That needs to be a... a <laughs> oh, she was not on board for that. <laughs> no, she's like, uh-uh. No, not today. Uh, well, very good. Awesome. Thank you so much for that that story. Uh, we're going to be coming back right now uh, with, uh, with Best Thing Ever right after this. Hi, I'm Tony's mom. I'm so proud of my son. He does this wonderful show that reaches so many people. One of the best ways to support this show is to purchase Nerd of Godcast gear on nerdofgodcast.com. When Tony was little, he used to come home from school crying because everyone called him nerd and it really hurt his feelings. Now he's grown, he's still a nerd, but he hosts America's premier nerd show, Nerd of Godcast. Please do what you can to support him. Don't let him come home crying again. And we are back. Uh, we, we have a little thing that we do on the podcast here. I don't know if you're familiar with it, Benjamin, where uh, we take a, a bracket system of things in a certain topic and we weigh them out with online polls to determine which of these things will be the best thing ever, ever, ever. And this uh, season, we're going to be talking about space aces, all the, the, the jockey captains that go out to the final frontier and blow things up and save the galaxy time and time again. Uh, we've had a great time with this one so far. Now, you guys will remember that, uh, that last time we had a tie between Ellen Ripley from the Alien franchise and Samus Aran from Metroid. 50, oh. 50 tie right down the middle. 50-50 right down the middle. And uh, we decided we weren't sure what we were going to do, so we were going to give him a push, let it kind of the next round be a three-way dance. But then we went back to an old damaged relationship that we had with TV's Will Friedle. Now, if you guys remember last season, we had the same thing happen between Batman Beyond and Star-Lord. So between Batman Beyond and Star-Lord, we had a tie. So I decided I'm going to reach out to the voice actor who did the voice of Batman Beyond, and I'm going to reach out, just to keep it even keel, I'll reach out to the voice actor of the animated uh, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. As it turns out, I did not know, same person. What? No way. Same person. Awesome. I was, yeah. My mind was blown. And it is Will Friedle, best known from TV's Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. As Eric Matthews. Or also Kim wow. Possible as Ron Stoppable. So... I, uh, I, I contacted Mr. Friedel on Twitter, and I said, hey, we've got this thing, and this is what's going on. It's a tie between these two great characters. You played them both. Can you tell us who would win? And he dug his heels in and said, thank you so much, but I cannot answer that question. And I said, don't be a jerk, Friedel. Answer the flipping question. No. And uh, but he, he wouldn't do it. He was you know he was nice about it, but he he would not give an answer. I don't he was know comfortable if, on the fence. He was comfortable right there, perched on the on boy meets indecisive fence. And like uh, between you and yourself, who would win? Yeah, exactly. We want to say I would lose in any case. So so he did not answer. So we decided that he was our nemesis for You the decided. <laughs> I didn't decide nothing. He was our nemesis for the rest of the season and uh, but but in this case I decided, "Hey, you know what? Let's reach out to Will Friedle one more time and give him a chance to redeem himself." Uh-oh. And I said, "Mr. Friedle, Ellen Ripley, Samus Aran." And without hesitation he responded, 
Ripley. So Ellen Ripley gets the win over Sam. Oh, Ben is freaking out over there. He's like, a little salty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna it's gonna be both of us because in just a minute this week we're gonna be talking about the the vote that just closed, and I'm not even gonna check it because I know who won. Oh, I forgot uh, who I vote. I want to check it. I no, mean, I know who I voted for. You I can mean, go ahead and check it. I know who it. I voted for. I voted for and the I'm, right answer, and I'm fairly certain <laughs> I know who won. Uh, yeah, so this week we did it was it was Star Trek versus Star Wars. It was Han Solo versus Captain James Tiberius Kirk, and uh, and and I'll just tell you right now, um, Han Solo won. He had to have won because it has been an absolute slobber knocker of votes. Yeah. What, what, what really? was the what was the percentage? It was sixty seven percent Han Solo, thirty three percent. All right, James so so, so everybody right. everybody is wrong about this because. Han Solo is great, there's no doubt, but Captain Kirk is a genius, a strategist, a, a, a cowboy. Uh, he would shoot first before Han would shoot first. I'm sorry, Star Trek came out in 66, that's 11 years before Star Wars came out. He cheats Kobayashi Maru. Captain Kirk would absolutely, he saved the galaxy way more times than Han Solo has. Oh he did like one. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. I mean, oh, you blew up a shield generator on Endor? That's what Kirk does before breakfast. Come on. But I I know that this, I mean, it it should not play into this conversation, but you you know a word I'm going to use, and I think that's why he won. You know, it's about the aesthetic. He just looks good doing what he does. He just, he makes it look good. He just makes it look good. Now I will say this: I do think Han Solo is probably cooler than Captain Kirk. You also got to think if you if you want to do one, take it one step further. You got to take who you consider their sidekicks, their their number ones, and I'm fairly certain Chewbacca would destroy Spock. You think so? Mm. Chewbacca mm. Wookies are incredibly strong. But Spock's skills. Spock's a Spock Vulcan. Is, Spock is it's a Wookie versus a Vulcan. That needs to be a new uh, one. He's Just, half Vulcan. Yeah, he's so half be a sideline battle. <laughs> but actually. Uh, anyway, Wookiees are incredibly strong. I'm just telling you, uh, Nerd of God Squad, you're wrong on this one, <laughs> but the masses have spoken, so Han Solo moves on to the next round. So tonight we've got one which is a little interesting, and, and I kind of realize how off-kilter some of these selections get the deeper we get into our, our playlist here. But tonight's best thing ever, we're going to be uh, facing Peter Quill, Peter Jason Quill, against Peter Quincy Taggart. Peter versus Peter. Peter versus Peter. Peter. Adventures of Pete and Pete. Peter. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy versus uh, Commander Taggart from Galaxy Quest. Oh. <laughs> so this is a tough one because uh, Star Lord's kind of a lovable, goofy guy. I don't know how how tough it is. I think I think it's going to be pretty one sided. But I, I do. But one sided because they're because one's better than the other because one has better name recognition yeah. than the other. I think yeah. both because one is a legitimate space ace, the other one was an actor who became a space ace. Doesn't that make it a more impressive story? He became he. The only reason why he won was because the help of a nerd who watched the show and gave him instructions. So this is and I love I love Galaxy Quest. So don't get me wrong, I love I love that. So but this I just, by Grabthar's hammer for all those nerds that are out there listening to this show. Maybe we can help Tim Allen get the win because you know it'll come down to Tim Allen versus Tim Allen if we can get this I against know, Buzz Lightyear. That'd be fantastic. Would that be great? Buzz Lightyear's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, so. We need your help. <laughs> what, what do you think, Ben Tory? How, how do you call this? I don't know. I think it's tough because again, you know, he was—he's an actor, and you're comparing him to an actual space ace. But um, 
don't know. I do kind of also want to see Tim Allen versus Tim Allen. <laughs> I gotta give it to Star Lord myself, only because he's got the expertise and he didn't ask a nerd for it because he kind of was a nerd himself. What do you think, Victoria? I uh, started watching Galaxy Quest. Oh my goodness, you're a waste. And <laughs> my grandmother's house, and it was promptly turned off after at 8:47 p.m. tonight. Why? Why was it turned off? My pool of, of resources, as I continuously reveal over the episode, is quite small. So, uh, but she has I, watched 300 episodes of Naruto this week. Yes. So, what? It's been two weeks. An unnecessary <laughs> amount of that awful show. Okay. Naruto. You don't like Naruto? But it, it needs to end. But I need to know how it ends. It's very important. <laughs> Just read about it. I, I Jessica does it, for everything. What, the 800 I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the airbenders take over the four kingdoms. That's, <laughs> and then that's how it ends, right? Is, am I thinking of the wrong show? Yeah, Make oh, it oh so. My heart. <laughs> no, what happens is the airbenders go to Pandora. You say the antbenders? The, the antbenders. <laughs> they use their pim particles. Collaborate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so anybody here think that uh, that Tim Allen's walking away with this one, or is this all Star Lord? I think it's all Star Lord. All Star Lord. All right, and so I love both. It's prove, legendary Star Lord. Prove them wrong. Take one. Take take a revenge strike of Grab Thar's hammer for Captain Kirk, and uh, let's let's put. Uh, so take one for Taggart. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's take one for Taggart. Take one for Taggart. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you can take vote for that on our Twitter page. It'll be up at the time that this episode is out. So uh, so go down there and vote for this week's best thing. Ever. 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 All right, so now you guys have your Ever. tablets in front of you. We're going to play a quick game hey, tonight. Game how, time. You how you done with that? It's time for a game. We're going to play a game. Uh, I told you earlier we're talking about fictional places tonight, that, that far away magical place, Never Never Land. Um, so what we're going to do is, is I'm, we're going we're gonna to play a game called Know Your Place. And uh, hopefully you will know your place by the time this thing is done. Uh, I'm going to give you a fictional franchise, TV show, movie, video game, etc., 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 and you are going to tell me the name of the place where it takes place. place. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Now <laughs> empty with that sentence have been without the word "blaze." Uh, so you'll, you're going to tell us the location in which it is set uh, by name. If there's multiple locations, just kind of give me the one that's the the most common default. But I'll do my best to uh, adjudicate fairly. Uh, are you ready? So I will say the name of the franchise. For instance, if I were going to say the Nerd of Godcast, you would say it takes place in Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Very good. Oh. Sound booth. That's right. <laughs> Three, two, eight, oh, six. Um, all right, so here we go. One, two, one of them. That's right. So if you're voting for us on Best of World, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do one thing. <laughs> EJ, uh, EJ has uh, taken a swerve. Now he is marketing himself as the worst artist in Orlando, and I personally don't yeah. know how to feel about this. It's the best reverse psychology I've ever oh, yeah. seen. It's going down. It's the so only thing good. that would suck is if people like it doesn't work, and they're like, "Yeah, he is the worst artist," because all the people are, like, they don't get the joke of it, and they just vote on Orlando <laughs> Weekly's worst. Artists. I know, right? Hey, man, that'd be awesome. What if you got both best and worst artists? It'd be like it'd be like Halle Berry winning a best actress, uh, the Oscar, and winning a, a Razzie for the worst actress Oscar in the same year. That's oh, exactly man. what happened. That's horrible. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Round one. Let's go ahead and write your answer, and uh, as soon as I say it, we'll turn it around, and you guys can just show us what you got. First one is Avatar. Avatar, as in James Cameron. Okay, I'm like, which Avatar. one? Don't show your answer until everybody's done writing their answer, Neff. You beautiful <laughs> genius, you. <laughs> Everybody want to copy off his paper? 
All right, we got it. We'll give it three, two, one, and show me your answers. We got Pandora, 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 Pandora with a sparkling diamond ring Pandora. on it. Pandora. <laughs> is that it's a, it's a, it's a jewelry company also called Pandora. Oh. We don't have erasers. Some... That's why I'm running this form. You got it. You got it. Oh, oh. I'm wrong. Oh. So what one did point you say, wrong. Benjamin? What? Huh? What did you say? Animal Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's Counts not wrong. Half a point. <laughs> All right. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Where does the World of Warcraft take place? I know the one primary this. location. Oh. And World of Warcraft is not the answer. <laughs> is it Warcraft? What is it? Warcraft? Is that the you world? Warcraft. Warcraft takes place. Yes. Where <laughs> is this world they call Warcraft? In three, <laughs> two, two one. Right. Show me the money. We have Pandaria. <laughs> question mark. Azeroth. Azeroth. Question mark. And the internet. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, the, uh, like Pandaria like counts. Internet. Half a point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it is, it is score? Azeroth. Yeah, sure, keep your own score. All right. In this one, everybody's a winner, uh, <laughs> except for and we and you guys. Please play along at home. Um, all right, here we go. Next one. Feel free. The home world of the Transformers. Oh, bah, bah, bah. More than meets the eye. Heard the new Transformers movie was a steaming pile of duke. Yep. <laughs> Anybody surprised by uh, that at all? I did hear, though, in, in one review that if you want to be entertained, you will be entertained by well, leaving. Like entertained. By leaving the but movie. That's the only thing I've heard. Good. The, there's a guy that I follow on social media, and he said, I've loved every single Transformers movie, especially the ones after the first one, and I walked out of this movie because of how bad it was. I already questioned his judgment for that <laughs> previous <laughs> well, statement. Well, that's the thing. If he loved the other ones and he walked out of this he one, he can't how be trusted. I loved all the other Transformers movie. I also love flicking babies in their soft spot. What? This guy is not, <laughs> Transform not okay. Well, Transformers 5 and The Mummy have the same rating on top on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Is this the fit? <laughs> apparently, apparently injuring infants is uh, what sets the Joneses off with peals of laughter. Maybe you ought to make that three-year plan a ten-year plan. <laughs> Joneses laugh. All right. Uh, Transformers. Where do the Transformers hang their hats? We got... Cybertron, a sp all Sparkia. <laughs> all Sparkia. <laughs> Cybertron, 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 and Cybertron, Baweep, Granaweep, Ninibon. Steven, you're the worst. All right, everybody gets a point except for EJ. Do, do I get extra credit? Autobot City. Where is Autobot City? Uh, America. <laughs> Autobot City uh, is Japan. That's right. It's, we, we assume it's somewhere. Um, all right, very good. And uh, next one. Where does Shrek take place Shrek and Donkey what the whole what is what? the name of the place where Shrek takes place I don't know if that was a good Shrek or not <laughs> I feel like it wasn't I ate the baby <laughs> get in my belly alright we're gonna go in three, two, one. Shrek takes place in Duloc and the Swamp, N.A. Swamp Fairy Tale Land, 
Maswamp. <laughs> and Maswamp. far, far away, I am looking for far, far away was the answer I was what taking for. What are you doing That's in Maswamp? Right I'm going to give you a, a, a Maswamp, a quarter of a point for Maswamp. Not the swamp, though. Yeah, not the swamp. Just Maswamp. Um, all right. The Ooh. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe takes place where? Where could I find a lion, a witch, and a wardrobe? Britain. In Britain? All right, a good answer. All right, in three, two, one, we got Narnia, 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 the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't Nick, know how to spell no, wardrobe. Nick, Nick, coming out. You spelled wardrobe wrong. The, wardrobe. the lion, the loitch, and the wardrobe. That's right. We were looking for Narnia. Good job, everybody. Nick, almost. You almost got it, buddy. Narnia. It is, the E is silent. You were oh, right. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Would you write Nick? All right. Wardrobe. I had Narnia. Now, somebody's <laughs> going to get it really hard here, all right? So so let's keep it going. Super Mario Brothers. Okay, this wasn't going to be the hard one, but Super Mario Brothers, where does it take place? New York. You're talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie, and you can die. <laughs> All right, we got Super Mario Brothers 3, 2, 1. We got Mushroom Wait, Kingdom, stop. Mushroom stop. Land, Mushroom Kingdom, Mario, Mario Land. Land, Mushroom Kingdom. Mushroom. Stop. That's not an okay drawing that you put what in. Is that? Erase no. it. Steven, why did you draw This is not Pictionary. What, what is that? Nope. It's not Pictionary. Nope. And this is why we don't have a video stuff. version of this podcast. It's not a mushroom. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't supposed to be a mushroom. Nope. No, Steven. This nope. is, you're writing Stop your answer, talking. drawing it. Leave the art to the I artist. I still wrote my answer. Sorry, we're looking for Mushroom Kingdom, EJ. No point awarded. Man. All right. Not even a half. You're close. Koopa Land. George Orwell's 1984. Wait, let me get Dan Lyon on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> George Orwell's 1984. Anybody? Uh, do you guys all just want to tap out on this one now? Wait, oh no, yes. no. All right, wait. Can I ask for somewhat of a hint? Is it? It's an. It's a real place, like in real life. Correct? No. Okay, then I don't know. <laughs> all right, I'm erasing that answer then. New something. I yeah, it is new something, and I can't remember. Sure. Are you sure? Got no. it. Three, two, one. Oh. We have America. Oh, Br Bris dystopian <laughs> America. Blank. <laughs> Blank, blank, blank. The New World Land Kingdom. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Almost. You were so it's close. It's like a shotgun. Is it something to hit? Nothing from New Jersey. Okay. We were looking for Oceania. Well, I was kind of close. Uh, yeah, it's a tricky. But not at all. <laughs> all right. The Elder Scrolls. We were looking for the Elder Scrolls oh, franchise. The Haha, <laughs> good question, right? We're looking for uh the spelling count. No. Let's uh we'll, we'll, I'll take the world or the continent. Can I, can, can I do both for extra you points? You can do both for extra points. Don't, don't do extra points, you do both. You, Dang, you I can't remember the exact you thing. Overachiever you. Alright, the Elder Scrolls. Now, this is not just one of the particular games. This is all of them. All right. Show me the money. What do we got? Hyrulea. Nope. <laughs> Skyrimville. Nope. Tamriel is the continent near. Very good. Very, Skyrimville very good. is uh, amazing. Nern is the planet. Tamriel is the continent. Skyrim. Tamriel. You spelled it wrong, but I'll give you a point for I it anyway. I don't know how to spell it. And Nick gets nothing. So good job. Double points for the jersey. You know how many points I there. got? Nern. 
He got Nern. I got Nern points. How many points you get? I got Nern. All right. I knew I knew the continent. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hold on. Uh huh. I don't think that's the name. You have to be specific. Which one? Sure. <laughs> Sir, so this is a trick I question. need you to match up with what I have on my tablet here. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you bring shame and disgrace on your family for generations to come. <laughs> this not on you. This not on your cow. <laughs> what if you've lived in a forest your whole life and you know the names of every tree, but you don't know the name of the forest because what could be beyond the forest? Uh, that wait, would wait, be wait, wait, hold on. Thumbelina? Somebody was looking for a stoner podcast, found this one on accident, and that moment just sent them into a spiral that they'll never get out of. <laughs> like, that really made me question. All right, so Avatar The Last Airbender, we are looking for the Fire Nation, Earth. Shut up, Steven. I am not done writing. Fire Nation oh. uh, with a picture. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, I was confusing her. Got a picture of, of Tina Belcher just going, uh... <laughs> Fire Nation, Earth Kingdom. All right. We can't see her. Water we tribe. have Fire Nation, Earth Kingdom, Air Temple, and Water Tribe. And Jessica wrote the four kingdoms. I was looking for the four kingdoms. Good job, Jessica man. gets the point, or the four nations, but I'll give it to you anyway. Um, but everything Tori, changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Tori is uh, yes, Jessica gets one point. Uh, the Jersey, Jersey duo over there gets um, a gold star. Uh, <laughs> Neff gets I will, a smiley did face. Did it happen on Earth? It, there's a north and a south pole, yes. So, so I was correct. I put Earth. Steven? They put the planet. I put the planet. There's an Earth Steven? kingdom. Stop talking. Okay. All right. <laughs> a song of ice and fire. Uh, I've never, I've never like touched any bit of the series. Probably, probably better. And we're gonna see who's sanctified by who gets this right. <laughs> oh, is this the dragon thing? The, the books with the dragons in them? Oh, I Spoiler thought it was alert. Spoiler but, alert, don't... Aragon. Yeah, it's, it's Aragon. Aragon. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> it looks just like it. You have offended him. Okay? I know. I, was, I have strong opinions about that franchise. Listen, I was going to put Aragon as one of the questions, but I couldn't pronounce the name of the place where it was from. <laughs> yeah. Sure, whatever it's you Welsh. say, man. It's pronounced Throat Wobbler Mangrove. There it is. Oh, All right. So what do we got for a song of ice and fire? <laughs> Different we have fire and ice. Pokeland. No. Wait, wait, I know it. <laughs> Westeros. Blank. Dang it. No. Uh, a cube? Rubik's Cube. That's a Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's cube. King's Landing. I was looking for Westeros. The movie Westeros. Cube All right. is set King's in the Landing is Westeros is what I was looking for. I knew it wasn't the world. It's the location I, I knew of. Pokemon. All right. Good. Let's break it. The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Somebody can put Steak and Shake on there. That's where I go when I'm hungry. The I've, Hunger Games. I've never watched any of the movies. I've never read any of the books. This season not brought to you by Wawa. Apparently brought to you where by is, Steak and Shake. Where is Becky B. Fine? This is her favorite. Yeah? The Hunger Games takes place, and I'm not looking for a district number. I'm looking for the name of the place over, yes. over the sweeping of the all of the districts. Survey says, we got Pokeland. No, <laughs> I should know this. Dot, dot, dot. Pan Am, Pan Am, and Pan Am. And nothing for the Jersey I seen the tag team. Because you read everything. I didn't read the books. All right. You've read about them, though. Are you ready? Lines? Joneses? Yes. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. 
<laughs> That's the right reaction. Uh, Tatooine. Ben, did you see? Did you see on the video that you guys did when you did the the best nerdy couples that somebody called you out on your nerd knowledge that you did I brush sure up did. on it? I did see that. Was that somebody you knew? No. So some I random internet person oh, called man, you out. A troll. A troll came at you, bro. What That's did they say? A troller. They were calling me out on the fact maybe I should do my research. On, Looks like uh, we, need, we should invite that guy to the show. Now hold on. Now, <laughs> in, in his defense, if the person who is who who is criticizing him online, you have to understand that was literally the last day of his honeymoon. He had not slept all week long, and he's wrong. <laughs> you don't have. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was not prepared for that. We literally sat at a Chinese buffet and came up with the content of that video off the top of our head. Mm. You can't criticize him for that. I mean, if he didn't know. Lord of the Rings. Myself, I made up a story in two minutes. You did fine. <laughs> I think you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to apologize I got your back, for anything. Bro. I got your back. You don't. You. You're okay. You're okay with me, buddy. Lord of the Rings is set. <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound as sarcastic as it did. My my goal in life is to make that internet commenter proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> the the saddest thing. It was actually Nick Sadler. That's the saddest <laughs> part. <laughs> the saddest part is. And the Nick will never be proud of you, man. Never be proud of him. <laughs> All right, Lord of the Rings takes place where? I got Middle Earth. I got Middle Earth. I got nothing. I got Middle Earth. I got Middle Earth. I got Middle Earth. I'm sorry. I was looking for Arda. Oh, okay. Arda is the name of the world. No. Lord of the Rings, the story takes place in Middle Earth. Yeah, but but the world, Middle Earth is just that part of the world of Arda. Oh, New Zealand. I wrote Arda. I wrote Arda, New Zealand. Oh, Stephen did write Arda, actually, but he spelled it wrong, so no point for Stephen. Now, he's been doing magic Sorry, Middle Earth. Middle Earth is the right answer. I'm just kidding with you. Middle Earth. Tori is giving me because I was about to go on eye. about Outland and Draenor <laughs> and all that stuff. All right, so from across uh, across eight states, you are giving me squinty eyes that are causing me to chill in my soul. <laughs> this is all right, Arta. 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 <laughs> we'll do one more. We'll do one more. We'll do one more, and then we'll because uh, okay, we got to we got <laughs> Nobody cares about what you stop holding they your laughed. board up to. They laughed at it. They like it. I'm into laughing at Tony. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I wouldn't just show them my drawing. This will be Quentin's last show with us tonight, guys. Put on the fridge. Adventure time. Oh, you got this. Adventure time. And for this one, spelling counts. Adventure time. Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends. Go to every distant land. Dog and freaking human. Never end. It's adventure time. Yeah, that's the one. All right. Ka-chow. Here we go. Adventure time. Three, two, one, and Pokeland. No. The land of Ooh. Check Ooh. The fifth dimension and nothing. The land was Ooh. That is what we were looking for. How do you spell Ooh? O-O-O-O. Oh, just going to spell it right. Oh, oh, oh. No, it looks like there's another O there. It must have gotten erased. So, all right. So, we'll give Jessica and the Joneses the point for it. Everybody else, you fail. Are we keeping points? Yes, absolutely. Did you not keep your score? No, but I can I can I can keep my score based on Jessica's. So what whatever she has plus one? No no no, but I can because I know which, <laughs> I remember which ones I got right. Cheater. I remember Cheater. which ones I got right. All right, so you know what? Since nobody kept score, we got to start this game all over again. Let's all do right? it. Good. But this is what we're gonna do. Good. Same game, but in reverse. I'm gonna give you the place, and you have to tell me the franchise that it's from. Are you ready? No. We just did we just did this though. 
New questions. Okay. <laughs> I came prepared, lad. Okay. All right. Land. So this is this is round two. Erase your boards and get ready to go. I'm like going to give you the someone. place, and you've got to tell me so, where it's from. Are you ready? Score. That was a practice round. Practice round for sure, Stephen. That's what <laughs> practice round is. Whatever game Stephen plays and doesn't win first try. <laughs> These ones are hard. Okay. Metropolis. Forgot a Three, two, one. Show me the money. Superman, 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 Superman. Sorry, we were looking for the science fiction movie Metropolis. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Superman. From 1930, <laughs> whatever. He's a Superman. Superman's good. Perry White. Yeah. All right, so that was an easy one. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get it going. Isla Nublar. Isla Nublar. Everybody got their answers written written down. Oh gosh! Right now. No, I'm not a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this one is, and I'm happy with that. Is this? A, is this a trick oh, I can question? hear the internet commenters wait, wait. coming at you now. Wait, 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 wait! Is this a trick Come question? Come at me! I'll be the. <laughs> I'll be the straw man. Go for it. Steven's like, this is great. <laughs> this is the best. Everybody attack Ben, and I'll be fine over here. Island Nublar, show me the money. Here we go. Jurassic Park, Fast and the Furious 3. <laughs> Jurassic Park, <laughs> Japan. Jurassic Park, <laughs> Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park. Nailed the answer it. was Jurassic Park. But now, you you now, remember it now? It's Fast and Furious, right? It is Fast and Furious, that's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. It was a trick question. That was the one with Bow Wow in it, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Right, well, yeah. yeah. You still the only one I don't it. like. That's right. It's the Nubar Drift. I'm, I went on a date to that one. Okay. How'd that work out? But she's married to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving right along. Magrathea. <gasps> I know that one. Magrathea. Oh, gosh. It's a lot of words. You can abbreviate if it's a lot of words. I'll know what nope. you're talking about. I'll know if you're right or not. Magrathea. Oh, oh there it is. Oh. <laughs> Something just broke loose for Tori. Can you use it in a sentence? Magrathea is the place where this story happens. <laughs> That's the sentence. I gave you a line. She did. There you go. That's it. She did. Straight up. Thank you very much. Jones, Tory Jones. All right. Oh, Show me nice. the money. What do we got? Hitchhiker's Guide oh. to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide nothing. to the Galaxy. Nothing. Nothing. Jurassic Park again? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. These gonna get, I told you these going to get harder. Hadley's Hope. We're looking for Hadley's Hope. Oh. Oh. Um, oh, dang. I know this. Why can't I think of it? Hadley's Hope. Shaking. Like Dad's gum. He, he stole it from somebody else because he thought it, it sounded I cool. I stole it from Nick. Nick. And I didn't think it was cool. It's stuck, though. Where's Hadley's Hope? Oh, oh. <laughs> Where is the hope of Hadley? Hadley's Hope. Dag nabbit. Nobody got it? Nobody yes, got I'm... it? Somebody at home is screaming right now. Ah, this is what oh. it is. In three, two, one. City Slickers 2. No. Oh, wait, that's Curly's Gold. <laughs> that's Curly's Gold. <laughs> Dang it. Close enough. Wow. We're looking for the movie Aliens. Oh, Aliens. Aliens. Oh, hey, she's your best thing ever champion from last week, so you might want to get familiar with her, I, 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 I with her catalog. Same as Aran was robbed. Aaron? Same as Aaron. Aran, Aaron. It's all good. Whatever. And Aaron. so, so far away. away. Oh, you guys, I'm going to miss you in heaven. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Caprica. Caprica. <laughs> ben is freaking out right now. 
Do we know it? It's right on the tip of my tongue. Right on the tip of his tongue. Sorry, that is Well, on the pen, I guess. I told you these are hard. You yeah, guys thought yeah, this is very hard. hard. You guys were used to the easy ones from round one, but when you throw this thing in reverse, it's a it's not a blessing, it's a curse. <sighs> Caprica is the home world from Final Fantasy? No. Uh, uh, Star Trek? No. Anything we're looking for? Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, no. so was you close. Battlestar Galactica. Whatever. It's a thing, Steven. I know. <laughs> Apparently, Ben knew it. He just wasn't confident. Well, you know what? Now, is yeah. Battlestar Galactica like a shot-by-shot remake of the original one? No, it's not. Shut up, Steven. It's not like Psycho with I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you. And your mother hates you, too. She told me that in confidence, but I feel like I could tell you now. <laughs> oh, Debbie. Hawkins, Indiana. <gasps> Steven just drowned. <laughs> Hawkins, Indiana. I think this is number 11. <laughs> I <don't> like that. <laughs> Hawkins, Indiana. That's not right. Is your board upside down? <laughs> oh. All right. In three, two, one. Show me the money. We got Footloose, E.T. Star Trek. Star Trek. Str what? No. Pony. Actually, Pony. Yeah. Yeah. Pony. it is from Stranger Things. Actually, I just put an ST. It's actually Stranger Things. Yeah, you said it was Star Trek. Well, I was going to give you points for Stranger Things. I was yawning. But you intentionally, you said, we, can we go back and play that clip back again? He said Star Trek. I almost wore my Hawkins uh, middle school shirt that good, I bought online. Good job, Stephen. Shush. Um, Rapture. Stop gasping. You know when Stephen knows the answer because he... Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sucks all the air out of the room. Sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said rap rapture, not raptor. Oh. <laughs> I should make a video where I have like a hat and a cane. I say, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and then Stephen's just behind me going. <laughs> I bet you we get like a million views, like quick too. Love you, Larry. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> As you drop a little beat up. <laughs> All right. Where did you come in at? Why did you go in, in like the middle of the melody? It's like, <laughs> it's like, a, he's in his own it's like an R&B song. It's it like a fade with other people coming in. All right. Rapture, show me what you got. We got Bioshock, 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 and EJ. Nothing. Nothing. EJ, you got to catch up on this one, man. Yeah, man. All right. <clears throat> Living. What'd you call it? Raccoon City. Oh. Raccoon City. I'm skipping some of the ones that I know you won't get. Well, get, well try us. No, at you the, won't get them. At the end, just have us try and guess it. You won't get them, though. But you don't know that. I'm putting this out for people that are in the in the squad that are listening to this. Somebody's going to know where, what Sorrows End and Blue Mountain is from. If I know you, exactly if, where they're from. You do not. They're from your paper. Yeah. Blue Mountain. <laughs> isn't Blue. Oh, no. Grounded. Blue Ridge Mountain is in Tennessee. You're, you just got grounded for the first time in two seasons. Yay. Good job, Steven. Uh, yeah, I miss so you, Tori if, if you know If you know what Sorrows End and Blue Mountain are from, you can tweet me at Nerd of Godcast. And uh, and I will give you a, a, a virtual hug. Sorrow's End awesome. does sound familiar. It, it does, it does, but not from Sounds anything like you've ever RPG. read. It's, it's like Winnie the, uh, four Winnie the Pooh. Different games. Raccoon City. 
Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, nothing from Nick and Sly Cooper. No, not Sly Cooper. Or Pokey, learn something. No, no, it is, uh, it is definitely Raccoon City is a, a cutesy sounding name to a terrifying game franchise, Resident yes, Evil. Biohazard. Okay, we're looking for Onet. Can you spell that, please? O-N-E-T-T. So we're trying to find out. Ben just snatched that sheet from his wife so quick. Yes. Are we going with the, the name of the franchise? Yes, please. What's the name? Okay. So, you know what? Either one. I'll take either one. Who's on, on it? it. <laughs> hmm. This is where I'll play the cricket noise. <laughs> All right. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. Show me what you got. One, two, three. Sonic. Final Fantasy, nothing again, nothing again, Final Fantasy, and Earthbound, Mother, that's exactly right, yeah. points to the Jersey team. My brother failed me. Or for, I would have taken from Smash Brothers, also. It it's was like, a level oh, one Smash Brothers. That was a hurt. I just remember Kevin earlier talking, how, talking about how good Earthbound was. My brother By the way, for those of you guys that were wanting to know last week, nobody was able to successfully guess the songs that uh, we use for the entrance chimes for Nick and for EJ. Uh, Nick is the, uh, the crash and burn sound effect from the 8-bit Nintendo game City Connection. Uh, as an Uber driver, uh, it's it's based on a game where you have to drive around the entire town and avoid cats and the police. And, uh, and it's then like an Uber driver. EJ's <laughs> sound comes from the title screen music from the game Earthbound, because mm -hmm. of course he's a fish I, Ness. The character uh, Earthbound. Nice. Hey, Ness. I like that. Sense, right? Where are you going with that? All right. Oh, so, that's where Ness is from. That's it. Okay. Well, that's not where his Ness is no, from. No, I mean like, but but Super Smash Brothers that's Ness, Ness yeah. is from. All right, um, Midgar. Midgar. Oh, did, oh, I know this. Midgar? Not Midgard. Did I stutter? I was making sure you didn't say Midgard. No, that's not it, though. Midgar. This one. Oh, dang it. I know this. Oh. I'm most proud of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, at the end of this thing, we'll know two things. One, EJ doesn't know anything about geographical locations in fiction. Nope. And two, Tori and Ben are going to be a better couple for all this. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna turn this Skype conversation off. They're like, you know what? You made me really proud tonight. And then it'll, it'll be a great moment for them. Uh, she'll gaze longingly into his uh, amber sunglasses and it'll be great. It's called Which Gunner. I like a lot. The Gunners, they're for gaming. Yeah, cool. his eyes. His did, actual eyes. I can't remember. Did you let him wear them when you got married, or did you make him take them off? He wore them when I walked down the aisle. And so I could see So you could yeah. see her. I do. I remember his reaction when you came down the aisle. Do you not beautiful. have normal glasses? Uh, he lost them. No, I, I know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just like my amber glasses. <laughs> he air quote lost them. <laughs> it's better to game in the Gunners. Though. All right, Midgar, show me what you got. We got Dungeons & Dragons. To, yeah. uh, what is that word? EJ. Thor. Thor. Wait, wait, wait. Guard. Hold on, wait. I'm Steven, you, nope, you, you can't. You what can't. are you doing? Cheetah. He's a cheater. He's cheating. And the other time Fast and the Furious <laughs> 3. <laughs> no, Jessica. I got nothing. Nick. All right, you got Final Fantasy 7, and that is the correct <laughs> answer. Whoa. Final guess, Fantasy 7. Oh, nice. Didn't you guys guess that earlier? I, I guess so. I guessed Final Fantasy for the last one. All right, episode. I'm going to go. I'm just going to pick a couple more real quick because no, the, the list more. is too long. Do no, we got to actually get to our proper episode Let's here. Let's do 17 more. Planet Zebes. <laughs> Planet huh? what? Planet Zebes. Z-E-B-E-S. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to snatch. He doesn't mean to snatch. Is it snatches get statues? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and end up in patches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Planet Zebes. Here we go. One, two, three. Show me what you got. Coneheads. We got Metroid. Nothing. Starcraft. Nothing and nothing. It is Metroid. Tori, this might be the first game that you're actually properly winning. It's, it's your, yeah. she, as she points over her shoulder at her husband, who's giving her all the correct answers. It's okay if you married up. There's no problem with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh man, I gotta. Okay, we got five more, and then we'll, we'll call it call it quest. Equestria. Oh. E Equestria. I know the answer. Unfortunately. I should know the answer. Oh, oh my, I know. It's because of my brother. You do know. You gotta stop talking, Neff. You're giving everybody the answers. Just I just me. all I said was Maybe I know the answer. He is not the reason I know. Unfortunately. Because that's all it took for Steven to know. Oh, I know what you this is. You did kind of help me. You did kind of help me. All right, here we but go. I'm In three, helping. two, one. My Little Pony, nothing. <laughs> my Little Pony, nothing. My Little Pony. And Friend My Little Pony Friendship, friendship is, is Magic. magic. Extra point to the Joneses. Who's My your, Little Pony Friendship is Magic is correct. Who's your favorite pony now? Shut up, Steven. Rainbow Shut up. Dash. You can't do oh this my, right she's now. She's 20% Dash cooler. I like the, the, was the Equestronauts. Oh, yeah, from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Episode. Play with the doll, Tina. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're playing. Uh, all right. Uh, Avalor. Avalor. This game is so <laughs> EJ's like, I will be glad when this is over. Yeah. We can talk about things that are not this. <laughs> I'm over here looking at Jessica's board like, what is she writing? <laughs> Why is she so smart? <laughs> I like it when I sit in my chair over there and no one looks at me. All right. Three, two, one. We got Divergent. We got Firefly. We got Spyro. Ripto's Rage. Nothing, nothing, and nothing. We were looking for Elena of Avalor. Oh, what? Yeah, it's a Disney. I knew that I Sophia heard the that first before. Disney cartoon it's from Sophia the First, right? Something like that. <laughs> All right, uh, three more, four more, maybe well, can a couple more. Do another one because that one was bogus. All right, Gallifrey. <gasps> is that like a Pokemon or something? Yes, it is. Is the she uh, said stop. The uh, evolved form of Gallifrog. <laughs> Gallifrey. Get thrown into the Gallifrey. Generation 9. That's, yeah, that's what it is. From the, the Mega Johto region. I prefer Generation 11. Alright. It's from the Diamond and Pearl remake. Who? Oh. Diamond and Pearl. Like, that was, that like was a the, Prince album, like wasn't it? Tenth generation. <laughs> Everybody right. likes the 10th generation. Alright, Gallifrey. Show me what you got. Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Nothing, nothing, Doctor Who. Very good, it is Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Always remember. All right. Two more? Three more. Three more. All right, three more. Five more. This is it. Stop it, Steven. <laughs> Riverdale. Oh, that's easy. Riverdale. Why did I think Bayside? Bayside High. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Bayside High was on my list. I skipped it. Oh. I thought, uh, these will be too easy. Let me give them ones that will make them stretch, of course. And by that, I mean, let me get ones that EJ doesn't know. <laughs> EJ, do you know what Riverdale's from? All right. Riverdale, show me what you got. Archie, the Power Rangers. Archie, Archie, oh. nothing yeah. and... 
Archie <laughs> is correct. The Archie Jones? Comics. It's what, yeah, there's a Netflix series called Riverdale. That's I right. only know Archie's Where were the Power Rangers weird. from? Angel Grove. Angel uh, Grove. I only know Archie's I know weird those like Super Sentai. That's right. All right, so. <laughs> Angel uh, Grove and Japan, depending on which thing you're looking I'll give you this one because I feel like everybody needs a win right now. Pawnee, Indiana. Woo! Oh. I feel like everybody just kind of needs needs a little help tonight. Thanks, Tony. EJ Dieves. That is literally the best answer you've given all night. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. The Office? No. You guys were way off. <laughs> kidding. Parks and Rec. Cool. All right. Last one. The Verse. The oh. Verse. just want to give a quick shout out to the thing that made me laugh hardest last week oh while God, you guys are figuring out the verse. When we did our best thing ever last week, uh, Twitter follower Mark E. Sutter <laughs> re responded with a screen cap of our poll along with three photographs oh, yeah. of him <laughs> making pained yeah. expressions saying, I just I can't. can't. I just can't. Uh, Mark E. Sutter, you made me laugh out loud. It, LOL, IRL. And uh, for that, I salute you. Uh, all right, what do we got for the verse? We got Firefly, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. And I think that means that it is a tie round tonight. Uh, tied for winning is Tori and Ben. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Did Ben just leave Congrats. the bathroom? Is ben, Congratulations. Is Ben gone? Steven, what, is that a dog? Yeah. Is that Suki? Suki? Bye, Suki. Oh, she's gone. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we don't allow dogs on our podcast. Oh, she's a good dog. Not, not since season one. She's a good dog, like a thief in the night. <laughs> All right, show me the puppy. So I talked a little bit earlier about about Ready Player One and this virtual world that people would live in, the Oasis, and and I, I kind of started thinking like, what if that was real life? And and is it possible that that could be real life someday in our lifetimes, where we recreate and interact with each other in a virtual immersive environment probably eventually. what why do you say that ej i mean everything now there's a big push for virtual reality and i've read a lot of articles on this um in regards to in the next easily five years five to ten years we won't have phones anymore and everything will be pushing to voice command and virtual reality so I believe that we are destined to get to that place. So is that so the next close. big thing? Yeah, virtual reality. I believe voice command and virtual reality, aug augmented reality, is the next thing. So you're you're a game designer, Ben. What do you think about this virtual reality thing? Is it a fad or is it here to stay? I think virtual reality will be here to stay. Yeah. I do not think that 2017 is the year of virtual reality. Gotcha. True. I think you, it's still in the beta phase. Yeah. It's so in we're beta. we'll look back at the the Oculus Rift as as kind of the viewmaster of its day. Yes. But what what will virtual reality look like and feel like when it actually comes into its own? Honestly, I think it'll be a – you remember, like, the N64, right? I do, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, you, know, you played a couple of those games. Remember back when we thought that was, like, the tops? <laughs> this looks so realistic. GoldenEye is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, oh, my gosh, I remember that. And now GoldenEye that, looks like Minecraft. Yes. Yeah. Imagine how you felt first playing Ocarina of Time and how you thought that was real, and then, like – Compare it to, well, Breath of the Wild, because I know you've been playing that recently. Dude, I got uh, 120 out of 120 shrines. I feel like a boss. <laughs> did, did you do it? I didn't. Oh, the outfit you get is really cool. 
I've seen it. It's pretty cool. You become a nightingale. And I will tell you, upgrading it is a pain in the behind. <laughs> well, you only need a couple of, like, star shards, right? Oh, star, well, no, you need, like, the claws. I didn't even know you could get the claws off of dragons. I've been getting their scales oh, yeah. and their horns. Did you get scales, a claw? Horns, I gotta, that's a pain, dude. I got to, I'm like, I finally am ready to finish this game. Nope, nope. Now we got to go on a wardrobe hunt. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, all right, yeah. So, so yeah, the comparison between the old yes. and the new. Uh, so, what is it that's going to set it set it apart? I mean, in, in Ready Player One, they wear these haptic suits. They wear yep. these things that give force feedback across your entire body, so you feel like you're actually in this virtual experience. It's not just something that you're seeing and kind of waving a stick at in an awkward way, like PlayStation VR is you're now. Actually, there. You're actually in it. Yeah. Like yeah. you're actually holding and and feeling. It, it's physically what your mind is is being fed um when uh, have you guys we're, we're in orlando we're in the world of theme parks have you seen this new thing that they have at sea world oh yeah the VR, virtual reality for uh the roller coaster yeah they have a roller coaster mm -hmm. here but now they're starting to do it where they're giving vr masks for the roller coaster so while you're actually on a uh, roller coaster uh, doing the flips i know is it, it gives it you Manta? a headache just thinking yeah, yes it's, it's oh Manta. gosh that's so what i'm no, 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 no. my eyes on no it's mako oh, mako okay. so while you're actually oh, cracking it's one of the SeaWorld roller coasters. We just named all I'd of be, them. I'd, so. I'd be cracking. <laughs> is it? Is it at Lost Journey of, of Atlantis? <laughs> it's the Shamu show. I was way off. <laughs> so when he splashes you. <laughs> so so you're actually on the roller coaster, experiencing the physical sensation of the loops and the drops and everything like that. But it, uh, over your eyes, you're seeing an undersea world. Yeah. Of, so it's like you're in the ocean. Makes a little bit more sense. I is guess, that weird to anybody else but me? It's weird. It is I, weird. At, at the same time, it's weird. I would like it because. Like on when I went on Manta, I had to close my eyes because I live I lived yeah. in Jersey World at the time and I, I could know. see my house from the from <laughs> I was like it's weird to me. But if it's like all right, if I'm under the sea, okay, I don't feel like I'm about to fly out of the air. I'm just swimming in the ocean. And Manta lays you down flat. I don't know if that makes me feel like more or less in control of what's no, going I'd on. No, I'd rather not because I like to be able to see where I'm going. How do you guys How do you guys feel about roller coasters, Ben and Tori, to begin with? You thumbs up. I have a hard time handling. I get motion sick, unfortunately. He's a baby. But it doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing I can't handle is going backwards. Don't make me go backwards. So you I never on, never want to go on Everest, ever. No, no mummy. Nope. Or the mummy. Nope. Or the mummy. Or part of Haunted Mansion. Three times. I am down for all of them. Every single one. Funny as you think I once had to go to a friend's house after one of those uh, boat ship fair rides. And I had to go to a friend's house and crash on his couch for like a half hour because I couldn't. Yeah. Wait, hold on, back up. Help me understand. What, what did you just say? A boat ship fair ride. So yeah, boat ship fair ride. Thing. Oh, so yeah. one of those big kind of swoopy, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. a pendulum. Oh, yeah, those, like those. those are unsettled. Oh, yeah, they, I love it those. kind of like swings like left and right weird. kind of thing. I don't yeah, think – see, now you guys don't live near uh, Disney World and the things that we're spoiled with, so probably the fair is probably the best thing you guys have down, go down the shore. Well, they have six flags. Down the shore, that's right. But, um, yeah, those things terrify me. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, no, they should. Carnies <laughs> terrify me. Slingshots. Tiny hands. Tiny hands. So uh, I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking like these virtual reality worlds, and and whatever they're they're developing it now, they're working on it now. If this is what's coming, if they're seeing dollar signs, that's what they're they're gonna make. And and one of the big things from E3 this year that I don't know if it got me excited or not was the VR Skyrim. Mm. I feel like it'd be terrifying. I don't know if I want to go back. I want to be face to face with a like dragon. You're actually in it. I wouldn't buy it. I'd try it, though. Yeah, I'd play it, but I don't know if I'd pay money for it. Yeah, for, well, if you'd never played the game Skyrim before, would you want to experience it in VR for the first time? No. Why not? 
because Skyrim itself, Skyrim was not built to be a virtual reality game. It was designed to be played on console. Yeah. Yeah. If Nintendo was great about this, Nintendo was great about, and I'm sorry I'm biased, but Nintendo is great about building a game to the specifications of the console it's going to be on. Um, And likewise, Bethesda built Skyrim to be for uh, the consoles of the day, so the PS3 and the Xbox originally. Now, thankfully, we've got better, um, what is the new one, Special Edition, uh, which is optimized for modern systems. But I think it's it's more like, you, you wouldn't play the original Super Mario Brothers on your phone. I know you're saying in the audience, yes, you would. No, you wouldn't, I promise you. Because the controls were not meant to be mapped to like an iPhone or an Android device. Right. Likewise, I wouldn't want to play Skyrim in virtual reality because it's not how it was meant to be played. Yeah, Sega, Sega just put out a bunch of their original Genesis games on the iPhone, and they're terrible because it's mm. really hard to control because yeah. you need the precision of an actual button, not just sliding yeah. your finger around a screen. Yes. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, Tori, you were a fan of something, uh, since we're talking anime tonight, Naruto, um, you were a fan of Sword Art Online. Yes. What, what, what is, explain that world to me. How, does that fit into this idea of going into a virtual place, a fantasy place? Yeah, I mean, like, that's the whole premise of the, of the show, is that, uh, you know, this really intense, intensely immersive game sweeps the nation and then the bad guy traps them all and then he forgets why. But, um, so it, it, it crosses over from, hey, I got hit but I don't really feel it because it's just a game to if you lose all your health points, you die. Um, like die in real so, life. Yeah, like you die in... You, you if you die in the game, you die in real life. If you die in Orlando, you die in real life. So, um... If, uh, yeah, so it definitely fits in because, like, that's... I don't know what, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's why she went back to Jersey. So, uh, if you die in New Jersey, you just respawn down the, down the shore. <laughs> down the shore. Yeah, in Atlantic City, Ocean City, um, Ottawa. That's why you can look no. and see, like, Chris Christie is on his, like, 50th life right oh, now. Oh, wait, so what was, was, was Death Stranding just a shot from... That's, it was Norman Reedus coming back in the Jersey, Jersey shore. right. That's okay. why he was walking out of the ocean, but all covered in, like, that's where dead, the dead animals and stuff like <laughs> that. Baby. Yeah. That's funny. The baby. Keep them away from the baby. Uh, so what games then would work? Like what game, and I'm not talking about adapting a current game to something like this, but what video game experience would work as a 3D, like virtual first person, like I'm in the game game? I think racing games would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, Especially if you like the... the yeah, like Forza, the, like, like, you know, like... The steering, the steering wheel. Steering wheel, like, the pedal too. feeling like you're actually in the yes. vehicle. I think it's a racing game would be pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. what, have they done that yet? I mean, I, I can't even think of, like, a, a, a serious, like, Gran Turismo level... They, I mean, they might... Immersive experience. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. well, that's like moving the arcade into your house and then making it full immersed. Like, like having all of the setup is... I feel like we should. I feel like should, we should take five minutes and let you guys kick this around and make this. What would be a great game to upgrade to VR? Welcome to the House of Ideas. Oh no! So what we're gonna do is we're gonna give it's you guys so a heavy. few minutes. <laughs> we're gonna give you a few minutes to kick around the idea of what games, and then uh, you guys just pitch that to me. Uh, like, okay, this is gonna be the game franchise that we're upgrading to full immersive VR. You're in this game. Uh, and so there you go. Go for now, it. Now you're talking about existing games that yes, we can make yes, new? Please. Yes, please. Okay, Tori. Existing franchises. Yes, Tori. I'm taking my headphones off so I can't hear. But what? I think, uh, uh, I think that the, the Metroid games would make a pretty good transition. Like Prime? Yes, like Prime. Yeah, only, only better. See now. Because I'm, it's like, because like first person shooters tend to be, I mean, it would like, you would turn it into one, I feel. But I think, um, that sort of style would work best. It's 
I feel like it's more natural because first-person shooters already exist, um, and then you'd be able to just sort of shift into. And I, I personally just would rather play Metroid than Call of Duty anyway. Also, from a PR perspective, Metroid would go over much, much better because you're shooting at monsters and not people. Yeah. And I, I can tell you, Jack Thompson will be rolling in his grave if he finds out that uh, uh, Call of Duty is a VR experience now for kids. Um, so stay away from first-person shooters that have a modern element to it because we're talking lawsuits. See, now, I, I would have said in in the same vein as Metroid, like Bioshock. Yeah, I was Just because to... it's it's an interesting environment, like walking around in Rapture or even Columbia if you want to go to uh, Infinite. But, you know but both of those have a very unique and exciting environment that is cool to just explore. I think, I think, ironically enough, the the less real you are with like the premise and everything, the the more effective it would be. Well, then, um, what about what about Minecraft then? Mm. Yes. Minecraft, honestly, honestly Minecraft is like a great virtual reality. Yeah, I, I, yeah. As soon as you started saying that, I that's where my mind. I very Minecraft. much agree. I kind of forgot about Minecraft for five minutes. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> shame. Animal forgot. Crossing. <laughs> like that's a <laughs> VR game. <laughs> I just said that for Tori's reaction. It's not immersive enough. Yeah. I know. But Tori just wants to actually look at Mabel like she's a real person. <laughs> especially well. if you get well. especially if you get the, the, the suit that makes you feel everything, she'll just go around hugging all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well could you could you guys see something like uh like a shadow of the Colossus from like a first person view? No. Nah, I I, that doesn't seem like it would translate well to first person. Because the whole thing about that is you also have to see the scale of everything. And with mm -hmm. virtual reality, there is scale, but I think you might lose some of that scale. There's no way to climb and make that feel haptic yeah. and responsive. I also think there's a lack of, um, like, the, the, the function is very bare. Like, you're literally only doing two things. You're traveling and you're fighting these bosses. Like, there's not a whole lot of, there's no puzzle solving. There's no... Uh, like interaction with anybody else, you're not. It's very, it's a very good game, but as far as like, it's not very um like tactile. There's not a whole lot going on when you break it down. But I don't think okay, so yeah, so do you? Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just well, I was just thinking because thinking about the element of like climbing and jumping. I think Uncharted would be awesome, but mm. it's like how would you like the climbing element yeah. and, and and scaling walls? Like I kind of think of that and like. I mean, swimming. If, if like, how would you? If we're going into like a futuristic sense where you could get like gloves, let's say like gloves mm -hmm. that can react to what your hands are doing, you can move, you know, with a joystick if you want to move your feet because you're always not going to be running around unless we're going super futuristic to where you actually get like something you can kind of run on, like a treadmill esque yeah. thing. But uh, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. But then you, but then you can just do that for any old game. Assassin's like, Creed. Like well, Assassin's hey. Creed. Because mm -hmm. you know, imagine would be jumming crazy. off those towers. That would be ah, leaps of faith. Ugh. Well, they actually would be scary. with the Oculus Rift, they have they have hand things where you can actually like interact with things and stuff like yeah. that. It's yeah. not like yeah. it's not tactile, so or it's not haptic, so it you get uh, feedback, get but you can actually like pick things up. You can point and do everything. I I did a demo at uh, oh, a, cool. a store, and it was actually really really cool. I think also you're you're thinking. I think we're thinking too soon. I think if you really push it, you think of like Sword Art Online. I don't know who watched it, but like they nope. were, they I were did. like in the game. They were like lying down, prone it, on a the, the, like on a bed with a helmet, and they were. You know, so like Avatar, uh, the yeah, yeah. yeah there's, 
blue avatar. It was not a nerve link. Avatar. It was a nerve link and that I, they linked to their I, brains. And I think we need to remember, like, when we're thinking of these games, not to necessarily pick a game that already has a character, because, like, Breath of the Wild, like, any Legend of Zelda or Uncharted, you're you're controlling a character. You're not kind of, like, your own person. So part of the, the joy is, at least with Uncharted, because I'm going back right now and replaying the Uncharted collection, and part of the fun of playing Uncharted is seeing how Nathan Drake reacts yeah. uh, and handles the situation as Nathan Drake. And you kind of lose that with VR. So if we're going to do a VR game, we need something that we can be immersive in and control, but Ooh. also not lose a character. So we can, that's why I like Minecraft because Minecraft, you're your own person or Skyrim, you know, for example, you're your own person. You don't really need a character. You are the character. What about Battlefront? Then you can be any stormtrooper, or, and then you could play as certain Ooh, characters. That, That'd be cool. That's good. I, I mean, I like it. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but that also is kind of like a respawn repetitive kind of thing. It's like Call of Duty. Like, you're, I, I'm just a story-based person, so I like stories. So, and I know the new Battlefront 2 is going to have a story, but mm-hmm. I don't know how consistent of a character, if you're going to play one character the whole time or just your different characters through different stories, I don't know. I'll have to wait until the game comes out. But I like the, I like that idea, but I'm I like also story-based things. I think that uh, I think that Stephen, you made a good point when you talk about the, the being taken out of the action because you're watching a cutscene or something like that. Um, I saw a thing, and I want to know where I where I saw it, but where they're creating the artificial intelligence where you can actually speak to your game instead of having pre-selected text, you know, where you can actually talk to it and the game will understand and interpret uh, and, be really cool. and, and be more conversational. Well, like the game with uh, George Takai, the the fish with the face on it. Not like Sea Man at all. No, oh. <laughs> that was one of the E3. I had to do a report for like an actual degree on that game. Oh my! Hey. Oh my! Where did you get my degree? I had to do a report on Sea Man, the game. <laughs> one of the um, bitter. <laughs> one of the more unique offerings for the Dreamcast, <laughs> um, next to Typing of the Dead. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite. It's like House of the Dead, but instead of shooting at the zombies, you had to type words at them and help you. Uh, it was way better than Mavis Beacon. Way, <laughs> way more effective. Well, you guys had some really good ideas there. I, I think that you're you're exactly right. Where you talk about Sword Art Online, it's they're actually in the game and not just playing and controlling because we're always going to come up with limitations of okay, how do you climb the cliff and actually climb the cliff? So imagine then uh, going beyond what we can even think of as as this or next generation video games. Let's go straight up to the future. You know, the year 2000. Let's go like way, way off into the the mystical future uh, where we're all living in domes and wearing matching uniforms and you know. <laughs> Like Epcot, like Epcot 84, exactly. Uh, so let's talk about like actually virtually living in a place, living, functioning, and, and not just I'm on the quest to save the princess or to recover the, the lost, you know, jigamawat. Uh, I actually live in this world. Um, I am an everyday person in this world. Now, whether that means you get called to action or whether that means that you're just an NPC, what world would be the best place to live in, to function in, to be an ordinary person in. Tori. I have a question. Yo. Does this have to be a video game? No, why not? It can be, it can, let's just assume that, that you can make any form of media interactive and immersive in this futuristic place. Mm, I'm torn. Okay. I would, I have mine. Go for it. Um, I've always really wanted to live in Avatar Last Airbender mm. world. Because uh, I think that, I don't know, that really, I think the I, I tend to go back to like how, how 
feasible is a clean fan fiction for this world. So like, you know, uh, is it is it going to be a cheesy self-insert and I'm going to be taking from the story that's already written or is it an open world enough where like I could exist in it and not and just be normal and just do my thing. And that's a good way to look at it because I feel like like when Steven was just talking when they were just mentioning like Battlefront, Neff just mentioned Battlefront. I think that if you're inserting yourself into the story of Star Wars, then you're going to be in one of the Star Wars, but nobody ever says I'm going to be in Star Wars, but I'm going to be a moisture farmer on Tatooine. Exactly. Three doors down from Owen and Baru. Right. <laughs> because because most jobs, most lives in Star Wars, that that's Star Wars. that's terrible. You can just yeah. be yeah. a and the air, last everybody you be a watermelon person. Is that okay. a thing? A person. You just go, I'd be a watermelon. I thought that were, there were water benders. I don't know what the watermelon is. Are you talking about cabbages? Cabbages? No. Cabbages. No, I don't. Did he say avatar? Yeah. Oh, Might be thinking of something else. Neff, like, Neff, would you like to retract the last statement? <laughs> I'm not fiction. I am not. about what I said? <laughs> it's the best. They don't have watermelons. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> 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 Where would you live, Jessica? You, you got any any fictional universe you want. That you get to be a normal person in this world. Where do you choose to live? I'm going to Azeroth. <laughs> Why? I am. I've just always loved it. It's like, you can be, like, you can. You can just live in Goldshire in the shadow of Stormwind and just be a nice little farmer and help adventurers that come through you, through through your town. You know, there's Darkshire or the, the Dark Bear every summer and you're fine. This is the nerdiest I've ever seen you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I know all the lore. Just no one ever talks about World of Warcraft, so. Well, so so then do you hang out and interact with the panda people? That's yeah, if they. Pandaria. I know, but I mean, the monks and, and the Pandarians can still come to Goldshire. Yeah, they're gonna. I come mean, it's to right Goldshire outside of Stormwind, and, they're, and they're they're they are. On they their can way to Stormwind. Be, they can either be Alliance or Horde, so. They could be Alliance or Horde. Is there a neutral ground? Yeah, Pandaria. Oh, okay. Um, there's also um. Shatrat City, what was that which is a neutral flight? sanctuary. Steven, you gotta oh. stop asking her questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I played. Was where you could be a werewolf. That was uh, yeah, a worgen. Um, that was in. Oh, I can't remember now. Where you, where are you living, Ben? Where, where's your uh, where's your fantasy getaway to? I'm gonna live in this world. I'm retiring to where? Pokemon. There's no way I'm not living in the world of Pokemon. <laughs> I made a very horrible mistake. <laughs> oh, I've actually written fan fiction about Pokemon. Wow. Actually, uh, myself and my, well, at the time, my future uh, wife to be. Uh, but the, the two of us, like, settling down as, as to be Pokemon breeders. Okay. I somehow way nerdier than your World of Warcraft <laughs> statement. <laughs> He's just trying to make that guy proud again. <laughs> Tori's finding out exactly what she signed up for. So you, you never no, I'm, I'm upset I forgot about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> but are you glad that you forgot about the fanfic? I never knew about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he keep, so he much. keeps it in his secret journal. It's under your mattress. It's really weird. We're, we're all uh, uh, discovering this together. <laughs> so, so in, in Pokemon, and again, you have to forgive me, other than the Go, I've not played a Pokemon game. What What is the world of Pokemon? What am I looking forward to? Why would I live there? You... Okay. You're First off, to... don't judge me, man. I'm not judging you at all. You were about to say you've never. You were about to. Never. I, okay. I would never do that. The okay. only people I would judge about Pokemon are people who say that they should have stopped after 150. I will judge Gen Oneers till the day I die. Have <laughs> Gen Oneer here. Let's go. Wait a second. What's wrong with Gen One? Nothing's wrong with Gen One. That's the point. People think that everything's wrong with the rest of the generations. 
And it's not. They just hate fun. All right. That, that being said, that's my <laughs> well, the, the, the point they always make is that, oh, hey, you guys have a garbage Pokemon now. You had a magnet with a face. <laughs> All right, I'm but I'm it turned done. into three of them. That's right, three magnets with faces. We also have YouTube. Uh, you should live in the world of Pokemon because if you've ever been to Downtown Disney, yeah, um, yes. have not stick with me for a second. Uh, the, the the sense of community, even if it is just a little a little bit false, uh, the sense of like community and togetherness <laughs> and you get from being in Downtown Disney, it's like a little Pokemon town. You know, no one out there is, you know, you never have to watch your back when you're strolling downtown Disney. It feels like you could be there for a week and you well, now, now it's I'm sorry, Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. That's okay, we knew what you meant. Okay, uh, but the world of Pokemon itself is, you could, there are no special hero type people. Tori, Everybody Tori stop playing with your dice, they're very loud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the world of Pokemon, you are a normal person and you have these Pokemon are your pets, your best friends, your companions, your, uh, your Pokemon. And you can either uh, train them for sport and enter league competitions and become world-renowned as a trainer, or you could be a farmer and have your Pokemon help you till the farm, or you could be uh, uh, a fireman and help your Pokemon help you take out fires or be a police officer. Police officers have, like, Rowlets and Arcanines. This is an established fact in the Pokemon universe that, like, Pokemon are built to help with, with humanity. I don't know. It's just... It's really cool. That sounds like a neat, a neat place to go. And plus lots of candy and berries, right? So, but, Absolutely. But then you get to the point where it's like, suddenly you get to the big Pokemon who controls space and time. They're always fighting. And then Darkrai has to come in and do some crazy stuff. And that's just all, that's a big mess. Okay. Then you got Lavender Town. Some psychopaths who think that they can control a Pokemon who does space and time or whatever. But ultimately, the biggest top tier Pokemon are lawful good anyway, so we're good. An Italian boss is named Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> if I lived, I, if I lived in gym. Pokemon World, I'm signing up for Team Rocket. I don't care if they lose all the time. They're just way cooler. I'm ready to blast off. I Yay. like their shit. <laughs> very, very cool. Neff, where are you living, man? Uh, Orlando and my, with my mom. Okay. <laughs> oh, where am I living in the game? <laughs> I take it back. That's the nerdiest thing. <laughs> in the basement? No. Oh, I don't know. Florida doesn't have basement. <laughs> I know. See, but I'm I was, saying, that's a dirty thing. I was thinking DC Universe, and then I realized so the, the, the the show Powerless makes it seem like it's an awful place to live. Gotcha. Yeah, I would not want to live in any superhero universe. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about Gotham. Like, mm, no. I thought yeah. about Gotham. No. Too, like, One of the things that, like, I, even when I watch the old Spider-Man movies, the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, I'm watching on the side of the building, you got Doc Ock, you got Spider-Man, they're fighting, and Doc Ock is just throwing chunks of a building mm -hmm. at Spider-Man, and we get, whoo, that was closed when Spider-Man dodges them. What about the people that are on the street of New York City which is always, you know, shoulder to shoulder, you know, chest to back. I mean, people are just... I mean, remember Metropolis and Man of Steel. That whole city got leveled. I know. It made Batman angry. You know, just, I always yeah, think you know, about that. You don't that. want to be a non-superpowered person yeah. in a superpower universe. I think no, that's a bad time. Lot. Yeah, that would be. That would not be good. I mean, do, imagine your insurance rates. Think about. I, I can't. You can't go to. You can't get State Farm to give you a, a renter's policy right now because we had hurricanes 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and now, like, imagine if you that live. That poor shawarma guy. Imagine exactly the poor, <laughs> poor shawarma guy, uh, and he was right next to a, the farmer's insurance place. I saw that's that was the sign in the background. I think. Exactly. Where where are you going, EJ? I don't know. Like I said, I mean, uh, Fast and the Furious. EJ's going, going to Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> what was the name of their okay, town? Okay. See, he, Tony's just filling my head. I don't. What, what was their town again? 
I don't know, but their landlord always what, wanted what, to where Wonder, Wonder Wharf is. Yeah. <laughs> just want to burn down their home. Yeah, their whatever town Bob's Burgers. I don't fun. care about anything. I, I just want to try Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I and I want to be there for Lobster Fest. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> see where that shark's at. That's what I'm saying. Right yeah, there. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, off the top of my head, I thought Gotham, but I mean, of course, Gotham's like. Crazy. I think. I think you'd be perfect in the in the world of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Okay. I'd be friends with um, what's his name? Tina. The, the guy that uh, Jimmy Junior. No, uh, Aziz plays him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The video game. Yeah, kid. that's my dude. Because it's Aziz. But then you end yeah. up getting stuck. <laughs> virtual reality get gets stuck in the crawl space. <laughs> so, so the, I was thinking about the different places that I would want to go to, and and like I'm having a really hard time coming up with something that's that's good or interesting or decisive. Stephen, where where are you gonna go? Um, I'm gonna go to the Shire. You would go to the Shire. I want to go to the Shire. And I thought long and hard about that. Like, would I go to Angel Grove? No. But what? Would think, I go to Hill Valley? No. I want to go to the Shire. But think about this. Like, go into Middle Earth and, and weigh in if you want to. I'm going post everything. But I'm going, like, there's, Sam, there's Sam and no Rosie. There's no post anything. There's always some evil waiting to well up yeah, from some crevasse. Yeah, but After that, nothing happens in the Shire. I'm the Shire is where everyone stays away from. That seems like a terrible... Middle Earth seems like a horrible place to live. Like, like think about Rohan. Like, what there, the crap it, is going on in Rohan? <laughs> It is an awful place to live, and the Shire is even safe. They were definitely enslaved uh, in, 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 in the. In, in so you'd be a slave, Steve. Um, listen, they got good food. They have like nine meals a day. <sighs> yeah, but like, think about the Shire. Not Faramon is your slave. He was defeated. I'm talking. I'm post Lord of the Rings. Okay, so listen. That's what I'm talking. After Frodo leaves and goes on the boat <laughs> with no Gandalf. Point. The man never wrote post Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I know. That's where I'm going. Where everything was happening. So, Steven's got a fan fiction yeah, too. <laughs> what about no. Narnia then? See, now Narnia would probably be the better version yeah. of Middle Earth. But I you're, but they're, you're enslaved under the White Witch. I mean, you can no, pick whatever no, time no, frame no, you want. No, and it's no, gonna be bad. No, because the White Witch was kind of one and done, man. Like, yeah. Well, listen, I'm talking and about Aslan. And Sauron Aslan was, was Jesus. Yeah. I was but. saying I didn't think of Narnia. I probably would have picked it. It's like but, hanging out with Jesus. But I, I, I just want to go to the Shire because the hobbits seem like pretty chill people. Yeah, they're but, nosy, but they they seem like pretty chill people. Speaking of nosy, what about Rosie? There's only like one age-appropriate <laughs> female in the Shire. The rest of them are all like old, you know, biddies. But if I'm gonna be in the Shire with hairy I'm feet, be... old ladies with hairy feet, with Irish accents, scowling at well, that. other than the hairy feet <laughs> and the old ladies, you had me an Irish accent. It was a New Zealand accent. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. What about Oz? Nah, too many witches. She went two. Well, and one of them had a house dropped on her. There was like four. <laughs> there was four. No, I'm, ta- four. I'm talking post, post <laughs> okay. Oz. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Talk about Wait, James Franco. Did the flying monkeys become mine? Yeah, you, you, yeah. Jessica shows up in Oz, Oz, and she's running it. She's the one with the monkeys. You can't melt Fly, me with my water. little pretty monkeys Fly. and the shoes. Uh, she's I like, I got, I got my sparkly yeah, shoes on. I um, would join the lollipop guild. Animal Crossing. <laughs> you live in Animal Crossing. Better yet, Tori, Tori just fell out in the spirit. It just happened. <laughs> Better yet, Tori, you live in Waves. Waves is her Waves Animal Crossing town. I love it when Steven Waves says things that anymore? I love it when Steven says things that require me to explain it to the people. I was going to explain and then when it, I'm trying to explain, explain it, it when he talks over me, because everything that Steven says is the most precious word that's gonna happen on the air. Waves N- is Nicholas, if he, town. if he talks again over top of me, turn his microphone off and don't turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay, so Tori and I were sitting at my dining room table, um, a year and a half ago and we were looking at whatever uh, videos and 
gameplay trailers and stuff like that, and we discovered a game called Ori and the Forgotten Forest. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Would you live the rest of your life in the Forgotten Forest? Probably. It's such a beautiful place. It's beautiful. I remember, that was a good day. Remember, we discovered that together. We did? I would live in the game Trine, uh, which which to me I find very much akin to that like magical, enchanted, things are glowing, sort of the cross between uh, Endor, Middle Earth, and Pandora hmm. kind of vibe there. Um, oh, I forgot about Naboo. Naboo would probably be the only place oh, to live on in Star, in Star Wars. Wars. It's so beautiful. Except for the Gungans. There's Gungans everywhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's whole, racist, Tony. Uh, it's not racist. <laughs> the entire, all three prequels are racist. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you can't go to Tatooine. It, there's sand everywhere. It's coarse <laughs> and rough and it gets everywhere. Oh my goodness. What about okay. Kashyyyk? Kashyyyk. Just a bunch of dead Wookiees. <laughs> All over the ground. Why are they all dead? Yeah, have you not seen episode three? Order sixty six, man. So you're talking? I'm talking post everything. (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah. Kaishik in episode seven. That's what I'm I'm talking about. Who's your favorite rapper? The the post. Post Who's your favorite breakfast cereal manufacturer? Uh, Post. Uh, Kellogg's. Kellogg's. (laughs) Oh my goodness. General Mills. Yeah, your mom. Hey, you leave Deborah out of this. You know what? I, I actually, I'm I'm hungry right now, so I'm thinking I would love to live in Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, me and my monkey Steve uh, would go. Why is your gummy bear? Monkey? My Steve is named Monkey. Why is your monkey <laughs> named Steve? That's what I said. Isn't that the name of the monkey from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I, I haven't read that book. Don't say it's hard. Yellow. Actually, you know what's kind of there, there's a there was a game that came out. I remember playing this in my senior year of high school in my art class. We had Macs, and the, the Mac was in the closet. And I I don't know that I actually did any art my senior year of high school. I just played this game every day, and it was called Mist. Yes. And yeah. As you started to say, I got a reaction from Stephen and Ben. I think Mist. you remember Mist. It's creepy. Mist it was creepy. a cool game, but the, the if, if you read the mythology of Mist, you can there was a language, the Dunny language, that you can learn, and you would be able to write in a book, and whatever you wrote, you would construct the world that that existed. Your words would build a world. It was like you were with your writing coding uh, an actual physical place. That's cool. That would be cool because no matter what you wanted, you could always live in wherever you wanted. You could code a city or you could code a tropical place or you could do whatever by writing it in that, that language. That'd be a cool yeah. place to live. Plus, like, puzzles and stuff. You go to Fantasia. Like little full motion video puzzles <laughs> on CD. <laughs> CD-ROM. Compatible with Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> what about Tron? That's a good answer, but it seems like Tron is very dangerous. Yeah. It's so like, dark. Like it's dark. Like, yeah, but it's cool looking. But it has it has cool light. And it's Daft Punk. Contrast. It's stylized. And Daft Punk. That's what. I'm... Just Daft Punk. See, but how I, long can you listen to Daft Punk? If I, I wanted to, to be Daft greedy, you can time. always go send. I just want to be in the Oasis from Ready Player One because you can have whatever area you wanted. That's true. See, now, now, when I think of this, like, my nerdy side flares up, and I want to say Star Trek. Because Star Trek is a pretty nice place to live, even if, because you know that in all these places, if you live in Hyrule, only one person gets to be Link. There, yeah. There's not, like, a bunch of Links. I mean, you might, you might, you, you, okay. So Ben gets to be Link, Tori gets to be Princess Zelda, and, and I'm stuck, and I'm stuck being Tingle or something like that. <laughs> That's, That's an, an uncomfortable suit That's to wear. That's an image. 
Is that that's not what you want to? You don't Photoshop. <laughs> you don't want to be the weird guy that's selling masks in the woods. You know what I mean? Like everybody else in, in like Link is cool, Zelda's cool. Everybody else is really, really weird. Well, you gotta think about run. also you get in your house and then someone just busts in, starts breaking all your pots. Then it's a bad time. That's Ben. That's Ben. You gotta have that. insurance. Dang it, Ben. But if you're not the hero, like if you're not the main character. Like, I think Star Trek would be a cool place to live, as long as you're not wearing a red shirt. Star Trek, I mean, look, they, they're, like, they're peaceful, and, like, there's no money problems, and you can join Star Trek. I agree with that. Well, same thing. Ooh. What about Hitchcock? And they have holodecks. Galaxy. Yes, holodecks. The, holod and holodecks, yes, and food replicators. Yes. Uh, now that the hungrier mm -hmm. I get, the more this comes down to food. <laughs> what are my food options? I'm going to be honest. That's universe. one of the reasons why I picked Holod the Shire. That's why I, I like Hitchcock's Guide to the Galaxy, because it's got that one thing where you can put your head into the thing, and then it makes it for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and if any world that has one of those things, I'll take it. What about The Walking Dead? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> not at all. I mean, I nope. Think Jessica, I'm well trained for it, but no. Nope. Jessica and I would survive the, the the longest. I don't know. I would. Why? Why, why so? Explain why would yourself. you survive the longest? Rule, Explain yourself. Rule number one: cardio. Yes, I would. I would get cardio for sure. I have an extensive knowledge of how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Oh, Steven. I would, I I would just a, go to Sam's Club. I have a book called The Zombie Survival Guide. Oh, I need to cut my hair. Yes, though. that'll help. <laughs> now, that was written under the presumption that zombies can't run. Although Max Brooks' follow-up no, book, can't. after his follow-up book, they can run. No, they can't run. Not in the book. The movie made off the book they can run. Well, 20, 28 what, weeks later rules. All I know is I'll 20, tell you. I think it's 28 days later. That's Sandra Bullock. She can run. Because he uh -huh. gives he gives quote unquote scientific reasons why zombies can't run. So it make it would not make sense for him to contradict himself. But the movie in the movie they run. That's why I didn't see the movie. I refuse to see it because of that principle alone. All right, I take it back. That's the nerdiest thing anyone said tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, what if somebody told you you had to live in this place? Like, if somebody said, right now, I'm taking you from your family, I'm taking you from your home, I'm, t I'm separating you from your husband, uh, Tori, no. I'm taking you away, and you have got to go live in exile in such and such a place. It would depend on the place. Like, well, no, you, maybe you don't even get to choose. Yeah, maybe saying, it would maybe on the they place. send you to Middle Earth, and you don't even get to pick if it's post-whatever. Jurassic Park. <laughs> they send I'm going Nef. to Isla Sorna. <laughs> they send, send Neff to Jurassic Park. That's fine. That's fine. Help me. <laughs> Sarah. Please. Sarah Harding. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? <laughs> I'd be like, don't move. They can't see you if you don't move. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, must go faster. Must go faster. <laughs> I'm like, That's not what I'm going to do. Life finds a way. Have you ever had to, um, have you ever actually had to leave a place that you were like established at or a situation that was comfortable for you and then go somewhere that that's unfamiliar? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like in a what? sense. And, and whether it's a location or even just like a position in life where, okay, I have to step out of this now and go into the uncharted, go into the unfamiliar. Uh, I'm, I'm finding myself in a new world. Yeah. Uh, maybe one that's, you know, whoo, ah, and, you know, and maybe one that's running and screaming, you know? Well, from middle school to high school was a, big move just because a lot of things that I ended up doing my freshman year was something that I never I went to a K through eight like magnet school so we didn't have a lot going on there and then we got to ninth grade and I had to ride the bus for the first time and I had to ride the city bus for the first time and it was like all these different things all of a sudden you're a big boy 
Or my my backpack ripped the first day of school. What what did you see, Jessica? I, I saw you ripped the first day. Poor guy. Poor Nev. I just want to take a little eighth Play grade Nev and just <laughs> give you a hug and be like, it's gonna be okay, boy. And it was in a metal staircase that was three feet wide. Oh man, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Jess. What what about you? I mean, when I moved down here, mm. my it was the summer between sophomore and junior year of high school. We moved from Massachusetts to Florida. Mm -hmm. From a hometown where my grandparents were right down the road. We had aunts and uncles and cousins everywhere. I mean, I had been in the same area my whole life. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. Like, my parents had threatened to move to Florida for years. To the point where, like, we <laughs> moved threat. down and I and I texted. Keep it up, we're gonna make you move to Florida. Well, my, my friends were like, hey, where are you? Like, we haven't seen you around town. And I'm like, no, we moved to Florida. And they're like, you really did it? Yeah, I told you. Yeah, we, like, it never happened. So, I mean, we, and like, it was like two weeks before I moved, my parent, my mom had first stepped out. We're like, yeah, we're divorcing. And so it was all this change all at once. And then like, we were down here for like two weeks and then we started school and I didn't know anyone. And I had like all of high school all planned out. Like these are the classes I was going to take and everything. And then I would go, like my senior year, it was all set up. Like I would take an AP English class and the rest was going to be internships and co-op and that was it. Mm -hmm. And I was just never going to be on campus and it messed me up academically so badly. Moved to Florida, I got to retake PE again. It's just terrible. I did. <laughs> I was done with that stuff. You got to start over, like the game changes all of a sudden. Tori, now you came down here, you spent a couple years away from home. What was that like for you? It was weird because it was temporary. So you ha I had to change everything for a little while. <laughs> I guess in a way isn't as bad as permanently because you get to like adapt and you can, and you know, you get to go back home. But like, I put down like baby roots in Orlando and then I had to move back. So it was like, I think, I think the quick change was harder than the initial change. Yeah. But even though I, I had to move and I didn't know anybody, I hadn't even met the person I was living with necessarily. You met her once, but um, I knew Tony existed. That was about the extent of my like. That's all I knew. And, oh, and right. then, <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> I'm big in Jersey. And then I and then I went down and and I like, I don't know. I, I like got used to it and I acclimated. And then I had to like as soon as I was good, I had to move back, hmm. and then restart again, which was annoying. So. So now you got to move back down here. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did read Ben that Orlando is now the number one place for like game development and all that stuff. So yeah, but I'm an independent developer, so I even can put better. That so you can do that from anywhere. It's like the Orlando. mecca. Now's but, not um, the time. Now's not the time for this conversation, <laughs> Stephen. Uh, why don't you but, move up um, there if you like it so much? Uh, so so. Don't move to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you have this transition, how how do you find yourself, Tori, having to depend on God more? when when things change than than you ordinarily might have because that's the only thing that hasn't changed like you i changed so much as a person just everything from like physical geography of like where's the grocery store now to <laughs> to like the deep meaningful changes that you that i went through god was like the only thing that hadn't changed it was the familiar i mean like it wasn't the familiar, he was familiar and like his love was still the same and all of the cheesy Sunday school answers um, actually apply and are true because truth is truth no matter what. But um, so like growing as, as a believer was like the one anchor I had <laughs> because like 
like Sanctuary Church became an anchor too, but as far as like the day-to-day uh, was concerned, um, knowing that God still had a plan, uh, that never changed and that really helped. Knowing that God was never surprised by all the stuff that freaked me out. Um, it was like, you know, the, the one thing that was still exactly the same as when I left and it was the same uh, when I came back. Mm. That, was, that was a big deal. That's awesome. That that consistency between he's the God. He he's our God while we're in captivity in Egypt. He's our God in the wilderness. He's our God in the promised land. EJ, you, you kind of nodded gently before, and now maybe not a physical location for you, uh, although you've been all around the country, right? Yeah, I mean, um, for me, I mean, I wanted to chime in because that was a big thing for me. Um, I'm from the Panhandle, and so when I moved when I was 18, uh, graduated high school, and then I moved to Orlando, seven hours away from everything that I knew. Um, to pretty much go to a situation where I knew nobody. I didn't even know my aunt. Um, she had let me stay with her in the summertime because I got into UCF in the summer. So like even my aunt, I didn't know her at all, but they were just gracious enough to allow me to sleep, have one of the extra beds. Her name doesn't happen to be Helen, does it? No. Okay, just, just, just checking. <laughs> and, um, and then also knowing that my move was, was, was definite, like as in like I'm not coming back. Like where I'm from, there's nothing there. Um, I always wanted to be somewhere that was, of course, Orlando is not like New York or anything, but this more metropolitan where things are actually happening. And um, where I'm from, a lot of people just go there to retire and just kind of play out the rest of their life in retirement. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm nowhere near retirement. So I just wanted to be somewhere a lot more active. So I knew that my move was going to be definite. I wasn't going back and it was scary. Um, So no, and then I had to lean on God. I mean, that was the, the season of my life when I really was clawing to get closer to God. Now, not to, to push a little bit further, EJ, but you went through a change in your life where you had a career, you had a job that you had you gone to school for, and, and you were working in this field as yeah. an educator. You worked in a, a public school, yeah. uh, middle school, and then God kind of put a new challenge in your life to bring you to a new world, a new arena. Tell us a little bit about that transition. Um, so, I mean... Kind of in a, in a nutshell, all of all of my adult life was all about man. I, I want to make a lot of money. I, I want a salary job. That's what I felt secure in. You know, as a as a man, as an adult. Finally got that job as a teacher um, in my late twenties, and I put in about five years. And in the midst of that, that's when I finally realized that life. Well, what I realized for myself, and what I try to you know charge other people as well. I mean, life isn't about that salary job and waking up every day to just you know get a paycheck so that you're comfortable. Um, so I realized that teaching wasn't for me and art was always a hobby. And then it was just one of those things where I had to propel myself to get out of that because I knew that what I wanted was to wake up every day, create, paint, and be able to support myself and one day a family with the gift that God gave me. Um, so I left that, I left a cushy job making like 47K, um, full health benefits, everything. But I still woke up and I, I felt empty. I still woke up and felt like I, I hate this. And, and the whole time, you know, in my early 20s, trying to get to that place, making almost $50,000 a year, full government health benefits, amazing health benefits. It's it, When I got it, it was almost like, this is it. Like, I still wake up and I'm miserable. So I knew that there was more to life than just finding that job that would get me the money, the, the actual money in my bank account to be able to take care of myself and my family. That life is more than just that. Life is about your calling and the true purpose of God. So mine in particular, of course, our purpose is Christ. Uh, but my calling is to be an artist and to, you know, try to propel my art in a way that sends the gospel through my art. And I wasn't doing that as a teacher. 
I was able to pour into children, but I just, that wasn't the capacity that I wanted to do it in. Um, so, and so, so when you made that transition, you left behind the stability of the hours of your job, yes. the stability of going to a place and doing work to having to generate uh, relationships, generate uh, fan base, generate uh, clientele, uh, an, an image, a, a label, a market. That's that is that is as, as new a world as you can probably oh, step yeah. into. Oh yeah, uh, from one to the other. How did you have to trust in God during that season? Um, when you're first taking your nest steps, I'll never forget. It was a uh, February, uh, what last last year? So last February was the first time that I woke up. Uh, it was February first, uh, 2016. And I remember saying, okay, I am no longer a teacher and I'm not going back. Um, I know from here on out for the rest of my life, I'm not going to work for somebody else. Like I am determined to never work for anybody else for the rest of my life. And I'm 33 years old. So God willing, that's a long time. So I live with this drive within me that it's like, if I don't create, if I don't paint, if I don't trust in God, I'm not going to make it. I could sit there and you know i don't know wallow in fear um day in and day out day in and day out but it's almost like i learned how to the weird thing is it's like i learned how to paint and create through the fear because i'm not gonna lie to you guys like i i still get fearful i mean rent's due in like six days i don't go i don't clock into a job that they're gonna give me a paycheck before my rents pay like if i don't bust my tail from now until rent's due the fourth of next month then i get evicted by like the seventh so i live with that urgency every day of my life like you know and that's why i do the campaigns the funny campaigns like ness is the worst and people look at me like i'm crazy but i always have to reinvent myself i always have to figure out ways to to get that attention back on the business so that people go who is this guy and what is the big deal about because that curiosity generates income Sure. So, yeah. And now comparing that to something like Stephen, not to pick on you, but to use your answer earlier where you said the place I would want to live is the Shire, which the, the Shire is kind of a picture of insulated comfort. Like I'm going to go to the place where we can sit back and nobody's going to ask mm -hmm. us to go on any adventures and I'm just going to eat and drink and be comfortable and be happy and maybe steal some fireworks from the occasional traveling wizard. But <laughs> other than that, don't ask me to go past you know, Farmer McGregor's cornfield there because I'm I'm here. I don't like moving out. If God called you, Stephen, to leave the Shire, to leave the place that you are most comfortable and you are a creature of comfort, if I if I can diagnose <laughs> totally your wrong, your life. But if, if God called you to go to a place that you'd never been before or to do something that you've never done before, to take a huge leap of faith as it as it were, what would be the most difficult part of that for you? Um doing like taking the initiative to do it like if i knew that this is what god was calling me to do and then this is where god wanted me to go i would i would do it without question but i'd still be not hesitant but i would be anxious so what if you didn't know what if you didn't have that yeah. uh, that signature on the bottom line because that uh, the leap of faith requires yeah. belief not proof well no i mean like if i was sh sure that this is what i'm supposed to do whether or not how it's going to happen or what i'm supposed to do because if i don't feel like i'm supposed to do something like if it's that big of a change or that big of a leap of faith, if I'm not sure that that's what I'm supposed to be doing, I don't know if I necessarily do that. Hmm. Like I don't want to be doing something in vain or doing something that I'm not called to do or not supposed to be doing. Or you don't want to try and fail. That too. Yeah. And now I, I think about 
the, the pressure that probably the people that have gone before us must have felt when, when Moses got called by God to go and, hey, I need you to go have a conversation with the most powerful man on the planet with me and uh, tell him to let your people go. <laughs> and Moses is like, uh, 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 no, 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 why should I? You know, like, uh, this is a little bit above my pay grade. I'm kind of, look, I'm here in the Shire right now. I'm kind of digging, being in Midian, hanging out with the sheep, got myself a fine wife. You know, she's like the the, the princess of the of the village here, man, because her dad's the main guy. I got a cushy job. I'm kind of good, God. Like, please don't make me, don't send me back to Egypt. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. That's the the challenge that we see happen again and again in Moses's life. Moses goes back in Egypt. He takes these people and he's leading them to a place that is a foreign place for them. It's a promised place, but it's a little outside of their ability to perceive it's not a, it's an imperceivable place at the moment and uh, and I, I was thinking earlier today from um exodus i think it's exodus chapter 33 when when moses saying if your present doesn't go with us don't lead us up mm. from here and i'm thinking like that's the consistent answer that's the thing that you're looking for that leads you out of the shire that's the thing that takes you from from teacher to artist you know that's the thing tori that can carry you from uh new jersey to a faraway crazy land filled with insane people and blistering heat and uh and then bring you home again is the idea that god is leading you god is with you and that that is that is your god is your constant <laughs> as it were you know when you, when you make that trip not even realizing the thing that God has for you in Florida, Jessica. Mm -hmm. And and you come down here and then God gets a hold of your life and creates a huge transformation. Neff, when you go from, from boy to man, you know, with a torn backpack and everything, but you decide, I'm gonna keep going on. I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna I'm gonna find my humor in this. I'm gonna find my uh, my charisma. I'm gonna learn to laugh at the things that life throws at me and rise above. You know, Nick, I'm leaving far away from my mama. I'm going to go learn how to be a genius because they ain't nothing in Perry. And I got to get out of that place uh, for at least a couple years. You know, whatever it might be, whatever adventure God is calling you to, whatever world God is leading you into, uh, just know, have that attitude in your heart. God, I'll go wherever you lead me, but lead me. God, I'll follow wherever you call me, but call me. God, go with me. Be by my side. And if we acknowledge him, what, what does the word say in, in, in Proverbs 3? Uh, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but in all in your ways, ways acknowledge, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So whether God is leading you to Narnia or Hyrule, or whether God is leading you to Raccoon City or Silent Hill. <laughs> well, hopefully not Silent hey, Hill. Whatever. That's right. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> I don't know how big of a mission Exercising demons or wherever you go. Well, you know, like we've got we got a group of people from from our church that are going to be going to uh, Kota, Colombia yeah, like uh, in, in a couple weeks. And they're going to be working. And I think it's the number one city for uh, human trafficking. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, their, their gang violence and, and drug cartels and all kinds of crazy stuff. I think it's like one of the most dangerous cities in the world. That's a crazy thing for them to be able to go down there and go and they're building safe houses for young people, for, for boys and girls so they can get off the street. These boys that they tell them at a young age, you work for the cartel now. And if they refuse, they kill them. They kill the children. Uh, and, and they're going down there to be a light. That's not just something you wake up one day and roll out of bed and say, hey, turn off Netflix. We're going to Columbia to you know, risk our lives to help other people. But when God puts that call on your heart, he puts that urgency, 
He's leading you into a new world. He's leading you to a new place. There's people that do that and they live there and they serve those people. We had uh, a focus on missions this weekend at our church and we, we got to see and hear from so many missionaries who I, I look at them and I go, man, they are living their lives out there like leaving all the comforts of home and going and serving and giving and being way more heroic in their Christianity than I have ever been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I go nuts when the Wi-Fi goes out here at the church and these people are, are living in the jungles and, 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 you know, living in places where they have to keep their faith on, on, on the down low because they can be kicked out of the country or arrested. And, uh, but, but the, the prayer of Moses is their prayer. God, if you will go with me, I'll go. Don't don't ask me to go if you don't go with me. And and that's and I think that's the key. I think when when God is challenging you to step into a new world, when God is challenging you to to step into a new atmosphere and a new environment, um, be like Abraham. You know, whether whether you know with certainty where God is leading you or not, uh, if God is saying follow me to a place that I will show you, stop what you're doing and and follow Him. You know, if He says put down your nets, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Stop what you're doing and, and follow him. And I think that God is is maybe maybe beginning to speak things into the, to the lives of his people in this generation that he never has before. In this church that he never has before, God has built us up to be something so great and so wonderful in a city on the hill. But that city on the hill is not to be kept under a bushel. God might be challenging Amen. you around this table. God might be challenging you uh, in New Jersey. God might be challenging those that are listening at home uh, across the country and, uh, and around the world to do something that you've never done before, that might be a little intimidating, that might be a little terrifying, to step into some some world that would be totally foreign to you, totally outside of the realm of your comfort zone, and to do something great. And you know it has to be great because it's going to have to be him that does it. But that's his promise, is that he will go with us. Tori, did you have something? I was praising. Oh, Amen. praise God. <laughs> no, I, I just, I had one, you were talking, I had just wanted to, I was writing while jump you were in, talking. Man. Jump I was in. Getting inspired and excited. And this is, while you were talking, this is what I wrote. I wrote, faith takes action. Action disregards comfort. Comfort creates mediocrity and mediocrity cripples the body of Christ. Ooh. And I, and I think. Come on, somebody. And I, and the, this is the thing, you know, you have a choice and this is any, anybody, you have a choice. To, I'm just uh, you have a choice and it's either you're gonna you're gonna do it or not and there's so many there's just so many you, you go on Facebook and YouTube there's just so many people out there that are you know live your dream and all this stuff but at the end of the day man you when you when you eat the meat and spit the bone like when you when you get down to the nitty-gritty faith takes action and you have to ask yourself you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and, and say to yourself am I going to do this or, or not period yeah because faith takes action um, action is is the opposite of of comfort because comfort is like well I'm comfortable here this is this is what I've always known this is what I've always done these are the people I've always hung out with these are the streets that I've always driven on I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to a bigger city or I'm not gonna go to a small town because I'm not used to it I came from the city so God's calling me to a smaller city to build a church I'm not comfortable with that or it's the, or flip it the opposite I'm not comfortable going to a big city because I'm from a small one. But at the end of the day, faith takes action. And I think that's the biggest piece of this is that 
people are just a lot of people are just comfortable um and i think that's honestly crippling the body of christ and comfort comfort takes our eyes off the lord every yes. time because we we don't have to call on yes. him we don't need him i and you know going back to even abraham i think about abraham and lot and they stood there and there's the two two directions that they had to, each had to choose their own direction and lot chose the yep. lush grassy valley you know and, and abraham just kind of had to take the other you know the other direction but lot ended up as he got into the valley it ended up getting him closer to the to wicked cities wow. and they got into those and they got comfortable there where lot was in a position of influence with the the he met with the men at the gate of the city where all the commerce and all the government was happening uh so much so that uh that that he he was in positions of uh, of of very great comfort for his entire family within the city that when god ultimately had to destroy the city for their wickedness and he was coming out and being spared um i think about his his wife who they were specifically instructed don't no, don't look, Ethel. And mm -hmm. and as she turns back, because comfort takes our eyes off of the hills that God is leading us wow. to, and brings it back to where we were, where we were in the position of comfort, where we were in the position of honor, where we were in the where yeah. where we were in the position of being worshipped or having our needs met. Yeah. And um, and I think that that's that's anti worship. That's that. that wow. So so wow. yeah, dude. And and so taking our eyes off of the Lord is, is where we do not want to be. Um, uh, just real quick, any, any follow-up thoughts, any input or extra wisdom? Benjamin, storyteller? Nope, that was well said. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I would like to say, look at what you're doing now or what has been presented to you to do now as to what you possibly could be doing in the future. Like David had to defend his sheep against lions and bears to ultimately come against Goliath, sure. which will ultimately lead him being king. So, you know, God may be putting stuff in your life now that seems tedious or seems... You might just be bull bullseye and womp rats in your T-17, but... <laughs> Eventually you'll blow up a Death Star. Well, that's, one of, that's one of those trust you with little... Yeah, if you're faithful you with... and a little, then you... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's true. But we have to make sure that we, we eventually realize that if there's a bright center of the galaxy that, that where we are is going to be the furthest place from it. We, we have to know that you can't, while you have to be faithful right now, David eventually had to leave the, the field. Yes. David eventually, you know, Luke yes. eventually had to leave. He had to leave Tatooine. Was that you, Tori? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Is your thing dying? Uh, Sonia is texting me, so. Oh, tell her not to do that. So you know, Luke, <laughs> Luke had to leave Tatooine, and and we, you know we go through all of the, the call of adventure. Frodo and Sam had to leave the Shire, and and you know we'll go down the list of all the different things that, that we that we've even talked about tonight. The different places, you know, Gulliver had to leave and go to Lilliput. I don't know, you know, in his travels. In his travels, um, so you know maybe God is challenging you to to find a new place, to find a new world, to find a new uh, a new level, to be challenged and to be stretched and to become a, a greater vessel for his greater glory. So um, when, when you hear the call, put down the, the plunger and jump in the pipe because there's a princess somewhere who needs saving. I don't know if that was a bad example. Find you a wardrobe and go have <laughs> Turkish delight with Mr. Tumnus. I don't know. But there's a great big world out there and God isn't limited by our comfort zone. So please look above, look beyond and, uh, and discover yourself in a whole new world. Do you trust me? It's a new fantastic point of view. That's right. 
Uh, well, that's uh, that's about all the time we have for tonight. Uh, I do want to say thank you so much to, of course, the regular crew, but to Benjamin and Victoria Jones. It has been an absolute honor. I hope that once the editing process we, you know, sifts this whole thing through, that your portion of the show is in any way usable. <laughs> wow. I mean, not not because of the content of what you said, but because of the audio engineering oh, portion of it. We have tried and failed before. But um, we do have a lot going on. You, The best way to keep up with what's happening at the Nerd of Godcast is to like and share and subscribe. Follow us online. Again, we're at all the different social media hotspots at Nerd of Godcast. Uh, check out our store at nerdofgodcast.com. You can pick up some new merch. Uh, we've got our cool uh, vintage Nerd of Godcast tees, buttons, uh, vinyl decals, lots of fun stuff there. Uh, you can also pick up some fantastic art if you are into the art scene by going to officialness.com. That is M E H S and see the stuff that EJ creates. And uh, Tori, do you still have your art stuff where people can go and check it out and purchase it and support your ministry? Yes. <laughs> and where can people support? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Tori, did you forget that that existed until this moment? Atticfish slash line art studios slash whatever you're calling yourself these days. It's changing. All of it's changing. It's Jones Art uh, Studios. It's Jones currently, art, right. I think it's line art on Redbubble. There's like nothing there. All right. So <laughs> look for updates. I mean, yeah. Tori, we, EJ challenged her to to find her spot yes, and go above and beyond. I got gotcha. it. This is this we'll is. This is your moment. Give her a, give her a, a word of encouragement, real quick, to follow her dream, EJ. Like this only you can. Oh uh, no, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Just, I mean, you know, and, and we'll talk about it too because I had actually been talking to her uh, and Ben about this before. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me, um, is working through through fear, whatever that might be. Um, and I know that sounds really weird, but once again. I, I live my life, and I don't say this in a braggadocious, arrogant kind of way. I, I live my life with a sense of, of urgency because I know that if I don't, you know, at the end, my mom, my mom isn't here. She, my mom's not going to pay my rent, and there's nobody that's going to pay my rent. So I have to step up and pay my rent. So I know that if I don't paint, I don't eat. If I don't paint, I don't, I don't live. I don't have light. I don't have my cell phone. So my charge to you is to live with a sense of urgency every day. I'm not saying that you can't relax. I'm not saying that you can't chill with Ben. I'm not saying that you can't have date night. I'm not saying that you can't watch Naruto. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is that in the midst of it all, though, wake up with a sense of urgency, knowing that God called you to greater um, and live through that. Because a lot of people, they know what their call is, but they're fearful. And they might not say it out loud, but when they tuck their head at night, you know, to go to sleep, there, there's that fear that's like, well, another day went by that I did not do X, Y, Z. Um, so that's my encouragement to you, Tori. And keep in mind, Tori, that it looks it looks different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, for, for Stephen, um, you know, he might not ever be a youth pastor, but he makes me a better youth pastor. You know, for, for you, it might be selling stickers and, and, you know, cell phone covers and T-shirts and stuff through your Redbubble page. Mm -hmm. But uh, keep in mind that your talent also makes other people better. Yes. And, uh, like what if you walk into our children's church area, you'll see a design that I sketched out, but that Tori really brought to life. Well. Um, because that's partnership. So don't don't feel like the entire world is on your shoulders. Um, God sometimes puts you in positions where partnership brings uh, um, a great victory, and that's um, that's nothing to be, you know, nothing to be timid about. So 
uh, step forward into whatever opportunity God puts in front of you and, and do it with excitement and, and whatever you do, do it as under the Lord. Um, I just want to say that I work at the CLC now at the, at the school and we come in for chapel and for movie time and stuff for the children's church. And my kids absolutely love the, the, the red carpet movie thing. They love the design. We did a whole thing, Tori and I, as uh, if, if, and maybe we'll post some pictures or something like that. But we, we did our entire children's church as a movie studio, like backstage theme. So you walk in and there's the clackboards and the lights and everything hanging down. But we did it even with the, the bulletin board with menus for the studio commissary and, and coming soon movie posters. You know, like there, there were spoof movie posters of real movies. Yeah, we did. Um, we, we had the, the 12 disciples on there and it was Guardians of the Galilee. So wait, Tori was the one to design that, uh, or the concept. I or... I designed it. I came okay. up. I, I did all the art, and gotcha. then Tori actually put it in uh, Illustrator, and and made it come to life. So that's I, awesome. I, I created all the vector art in in the programs that I was comfortable using. Yeah, and then she adapted them all to be large scale printable form. That's cool. Uh, but again, that does, uh, that that doesn't diminish her role no, no, in it no, at, all at all because it wouldn't exist if she didn't do what she did. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, just rem- say it looks great. Remember, God led two million people out of Egypt, and only one of them was Moses. You know, but but Moses Moses needs an Aaron and a Hur to hold his hands up too. So don't be afraid to step into a supporting role because God needs all the players to yeah. to, to get into a whole new world. Just don't be one of the people that God leads and you just sort of like fetch and moan the entire way because God will sure swallow Wake you up in earth. <laughs> he ain't even timid about that. He's like, yeah, you gotta go. So uh, don't don't be that don't be that joker, but. But uh, again, we can follow you guys online. How do we get in touch with you, all the people that, that love the the Line Jones connection over there? Uh, how do, how would people follow you on the on the social? I am uh, Line Art <laughs> on. Hold, I had to pick up my phone because I took like a little like a little break from social media because uh, it was not great. Um, but I am uh, L E I N dot Art on Instagram. It's my maiden name, and then Art. It'll change eventually, but. Right now, that's what it is. And then uh, I think on Twitter, I don't remember why I'm on Twitter, but if you go to my Instagram, it'll go to Twitter eventually. So. Very good. Benjamin, you're not a social media guy too much, are you? Right now, you can only follow me in your wistful dreams and memories of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so your stories are nowhere online for people to they are and, and be in love. They are right now. Where's that um, Pokemon fan fiction? Where is that? Yeah, let's, see, let's make it happen, Ben. I, I do promise you it's on the internet, so good luck. <laughs> We're going to find it. We're going to find it. The, let the quest begin. Listen, it, this is a, this is going online. Somebody's yeah. going to take this challenge, yes. and they're going to find I it. I challenge them to find it, so good luck. We're going to do a live good. reading. If they do, I will be thoroughly impressed. <laughs> Well, that is all the time we have for tonight. Uh, Thank you again to the Jones family from New Jersey. God bless you guys, and thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, We miss Jackie, but uh, but it was definitely awesome to have you guys in her stead. From the producer booth, uh, Nick Sadler. Goodbye. Steve-O Supremo. Adios. The official Ness EJ Nieves. Peace. Jessica Terror Manchester. See you later. The big man Quentin Gregory now. Bye-bye. And my name is Tony T. Until next time, nerds, we ain't got to go home. Wait a minute. Just Tori and Ben. But we can't. She's whispering. (laughs) But we can't can't stay stay here. here. That's what I hoped you would say. Good night, everybody.
Don't let him come home crying again.